I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah, why you home alone? Why she out with me? Room 112, hotel, balcony. How you say, Jay, you got a house for me. No disrespect at all. You better check her, dog. She keep begging me to hear the raw so she can have my kids and say it's yours. How foul is she? And you wifed her. Shit, I put the rubber on tighter. Sent her home when she entered home. You hugged her up. What the fuck is up? Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl hangover Monday. Yes, it is. A lot of people went to work drunk, hungover, feeling let down again by another nigger quarterback. It's like I've been telling people, <laughs> balls deep. Yeah, that's been your agenda the whole year, ain't you it? Start believing in these Negro quarterbacks, their athleticism, and the first thing they want to do is throw an interception in the game. Thus, by ending the whole season for everybody on the field, um, you know, I like to blame it on the inferior play calling by that coach, you know, but that coach knew he had a Negro quarterback when he called that play. <laughs> he knew that that colored was going to definitely throw a pick um, to oh, lose a game. And I mean, what can I say? Evidence is on my side. How many more times you got to watch these Negroes come up short? In the sealed position, it takes a brain to work. You know, you oh gotta Lord. you gotta be able to do well on that Wonderlick test, but you also gotta, you know, do a lot of smart things. You gotta keep your blood pressure down. You know, black people are bad at that. Keep your credit down. You know, get, <laughs> get your credit up. I mean, see, I'm even messing up. Gotta keep your credit up. You know, Russell Wilson look like he got some bad credit. It's <laughs> no, his credit good. No, it's obvious. It's obvious from that last play. That uh white man would have would have got that pass uh completed, would have got that pass right to that wide receiver, or threw the ball away or something. But you give it to a black man, and of course you end up losing the damn Super Bowl. Why they wouldn't just give it to that big silverback gorilla, Marshawn Lynch, and let him run it in? I don't know. Right. That made no motherfucking sense. Well, maybe if he had answered the fucking question last week, they would have gave him the ball. You know, ever think about that? Maybe that's why you do good press conferences, because then your coach will give you the ball when it's time for you to get the ball. Well, then y'all, you you take this loss then, because you, mm-hmm. you know, that's his fault. I mean, say he was about that action, boss, but maybe that action was the goal line, and maybe he was not about that action, okay? Maybe he was about that play action, and that's why they ran the play action and threw a damn interception. Well, I guess cheaters do win. I guess so. They were, they were didn't like they got to cheat that game. They won that one straight up. Now, this one, yes. Now, I give you credit. This one, you play fair and square because the NFL supplied all the balls. These were no balls. Nobody was bringing them home. Right. So, you didn't have to worry about them being deflated. I mean, maybe it was cheating because if you think about it, um, the pure Aryan white man playing with a full brain is, like, you know, sad because he's playing against a black man with half a brain. So it's like, okay, Tom Brady needs to tie half his brain behind his back in order to be equal to Russell Westbrook. I can understand that perspective. <laughs> but as far as just the balls not being inflated the right, nah, no excuses this time. Mm-mm. You know, they was checking them balls probably every five, six seconds. Just, you know they were checking them. As soon as they were thrown, they were checking them yeah. again. Let me make sure these balls is okay. Yep, they are. And, uh, of course, Russell Wilson said, um, all for not. Let's just go ahead and ruin everybody's trip to the playoffs maybe you can have fun with this instagram um uh, paul model 
he can do something with that but <laughs> he let down all the black people on uh on, on super bowl day yes he did you know i i feel i feel sad for everybody man um you know i thought the seattle had it and then I they should have had it they should have won that damn game then i remember when he threw that pass i said oh that's right he's black there's no goddamn way he's gonna win this game oh lord how do you not call a run right like pete carroll i saw something and this is the sports thing where once you fuck up you can never it's an american thing really you can never say i fucked up so he was already on some like nah it's not that i fucked up that was a good play call it just didn't work like no mm-hmm. nigga everybody in the arena was like really everybody on tv everybody like for it's been 24 hours now everybody is like i still can't believe this motherfucker didn't run the ball one time with marshawn lynch at, on 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 what was it first and goal or some shit yeah because my thing is this if y'all stop him three times, fuck it. Not trying to be funny. It's like, fuck it. You win the game. Like, but I'm going to make you earn this. Mm-hmm. You had three time, time, you had three timeouts. Right. The ball and the goal. I mean, there's not too many coaches in the world that wouldn't just get that ball to Marshawn and just say, go ahead and get us, get us a touchdown. And everybody's trying to damn, like, I, they've opened themselves up to conspiracy theories. I saw one that said they didn't want Marshawn Lynch to get the touchdown because that might, then he would get the MVP of the game, and then Russell Wilson wouldn't get to talk. And then, you know, what is Marshawn Lynch going to say to the media? And they don't want to. I was like, if you think all that shit transpired in their brains wrong with before you. they called that fucking play, something. Yeah. what? But that is the credibility problem the NFL has at this point. It used to be a time where you just went, the results of an NFL game were the results of an NFL game. Correct. You know, now we're out here like, nah. You know what I mean? This is now we're sitting up here like, nah, it, it was also an NFL game. I mean, shit like uh, it's a conspiracy. Must have been some cheating. Like you just reserve that for the NBA. You know? Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It just seemed like uh, that was a dumbass play call and everybody yeah. in the world knew it. Yes, it was. It was terrible. Oh, my God. What a fucking letdown of a Super Bowl off of that. But props to the Patriots. Tom Brady won his first game without cheating. You know, that that is a, quite a feat. Congratulations to him. True. You did it, Tom. It took you long enough. I mean, he cheated to get there to the Super Bowl. I mean, he took every step you could. You uninflated them balls. You so you so you could cut back on them ducks you was throwing and them them fumbles and drop passes and shit. Um, and you know what? Those dudes um, in the Super Bowl, I saw a lot of ducks. Mm-hmm. That's what he been doing the whole prior to them. It was them balls. Definitely duck hunting season going on out there. But Tom Brady persevered through a couple picks. But, it, you know, when it was time. Threw that ball to Gronk, and they they won that shit, man. Can't even be mad at him. I think, you know, a lot of people have pent up frustration with the dude, but hey, when you win your first Super Bowl, the hate is over with for me. So Tom Brady's uh, one Super Bowl, you know, I think that makes him as good as Russell Wilson because they both got one Super Bowl, you know. So good for them, you know. I. Uh, I would even go so far as say Tom Brady, the best one Super Bowl winning quarterback of all time. Mm-mm. 
I would throw that out there. I mean, who who else only won one Super Bowl that you would say is better than him? The list got to be short. Oh, mm-hmm. the list is real short. Joe Flacco got two, I think, now. Ben Rosberg got two. I mean, for a dude with, with one ring, I mean, he has quite the resume. So not to count the, the two or three that he went to and lost. So good for him, man. Good for him. Uh, Super Bowl commercials, what'd you think about them? They were terrible. Mm. Hot fire, hot take. Yeah, they was really, really, really bad. Oh, like, like my overall thought process, they were bad. I don't know if it's everybody want to be politically correct this year. Nobody wanted to think pieces about them. Yeah. So everybody was like, fuck it. We'll go to the other end where we don't offend nobody. And you get this bullshit right here, which was nothing. They were boring. They was pointless. I didn't know what the fuck they was trying to sell me. It was so goddamn confusing. Yeah, it's weird because I couldn't decide what was more aggravating. Chris Collinsworth doing the game where he was acting like Russell Wilson was invisible the whole game or um, the the commercials, which were just like I was because, you know, we get excited for commercials. Right. Like I like honestly, when it comes to Super Bowl, the Eagles never going to win one. So I'm never really that excited about either team. But I right. am. I do want to have a close game. That would be nice. And then the commercials, I would like for good commercials, you know, at least something to talk about the next day. Because, you know, I do enjoy a, a good commercial. Mm-hmm. And I personally felt like, I don't want to say terrible, but I felt like they were they, emotional. They didn't want to be funny. Oh, my God. And they went the other round because you had some... That goddamn nationwide commercial, that was, they was like, look, yo, baby, it's gonna die. The end. Nationwide is on your side. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, they had a nationwide commercial, um, where the kid just was like, I won't get to see this because I'm dead. Right out the blue. Hey, wait! 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 I'll never learn to ride a bike. Or get coonies. to fly or travel the world with my best friend and I won't ever get married I couldn't grow up because I died from an accident they show a tub with water at Nationwide we believe in protecting what matters most your kids together we can make safe happen they show like some bleach from under the counter that had spilled out like someone had ate it right, i think one they show like i don't know this is one they show like a tv topple over some shit like that yeah and it's just one of those things where immediately my timeline went what the fuck is this thanks for ruining my mood it was like they just changed the mood from happiness to sadness immediately and i'm so glad it was me and you and it because i could imagine people like at a party and people are like watching the TV and that bullshit come on. All of a sudden, it's changing the whole mood of the room. It's yeah. like, who the fuck approved this commercial and thought the Super Bowl, which you paying, what, four, five, $18 million for 60 seconds to show this? Yeah, and, and the kids was like dead and shit. Like, right. You know, like, and, and I mean, I don't, it's like they tried to sell it to you like the mafia sells protection. Like, it'd be shame if something happened to your kids. Right. Yeah. Nations wide. 
it's on your side. I think they then that then from that it was running jokes. It was the the little girl from The Walking Dead holding like a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and covered in blood and at the bottom was like nationwide is on your side. Yeah, and, and I mean I'm not mad at that. I feel like the the new thing and I kinda it's probably been going on for about four or five years now because you know, since social media started really tr- being powerful mm-hmm. the new thing is is to like go in on the advertisers like it's not just that you whiffed on the commercial but now we need an apology no. we need you to delete the advertisement from existence I go that far. you know i'm gonna need a discount on my groceries next time i buy something like, uh-huh. like everybody gets so up in arms over the shit i just was like that's a whiff you know what i right. mean like these motherfuckers missed with that ad the other ad for nissan Oh, that shit was Where two it, minutes long. It was like, the, what the fuck? The, yeah, it was a goddamn commercial, basically. Like, Ron Howard directed the Nissan commercial, it felt like. Right. Um, <laughs> it was like, what is this, a, 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 a short movie clip? Because it, it was like, it kept going on and on. I was like, goddamn, y'all spent a lot. You know what? Companies spent billions of dollars mm-hmm. for some bullshit this year for the Super Bowl commercials. Like, y'all spent all this money, and most people aren't going to remember I'm gonna say they're bad. You did. There was nothing that actually stuck. But like this, it's been kind of trending that way for a while, though. Right. And but it felt a lot like the movie Rush for me. That because his father went out to be like a racer for 18 years, and it showed the the kid's mom raising him and working and trying to balance all this stuff out. And then they played Cats in the Cradle by Harry Chapin, uh, Chapin who died in a car crash. Oh, luckily they didn't get to the third verse, but uh, like it was just such a like over the top, long ass dramatic movie ad. It is just it was it was a whiff. It was just a miss. And uh, and and uh, oh, excuse me, mm, excuse me. I think also too, I think the thing is like, bec- and it and it, yeah. it fucking frustrates me because. Like you said, you just have people that are look to be offended all the time. Yeah. And so when they tried to make them quirky, tried to make them funny the past few years, everybody was like, had to find something wrong, had to bash it, had to tell, right. tell them how it went funny. So then they go the complete opposite direction this year where this shit is almost sad and depressing. And you're like, um, no. Yeah. I mean, it... It was just kind of one of those things where I thought, you know, they were, uh, for the most part, going for serious, somber, and heart-wrenching. The problem is that heart-wrenching oftentimes is very close to sad. And even, like, that movie, the one with the kid dying is supposed to give you the warm and fuzzies for, like, yeah, I really need to protect my son. But it's like or daughter or whatever little kids in my life but it's like you know sometimes people kids die now you reminded them their kids dead right they trying to watch the game they trying to watch the super bowl all of a sudden you have you know people breaking out in tears and they beer right over the salsa chips ruining the rest of the super bowl party for everybody in there because somebody's crying in the background because they just recently lost their child right dead kids uh that's that's normally a comedy killer you know? right and it's very it's very hard to make some shit like that funny sorry yeah well they didn't try to make it funny i, I mean it wasn't even a that wasn't even an attempt to make it funny um uh, i think they just tried to go for poignant like they tried to go for something that makes you go you know um 
like like i said like heart like the part where the the girl behind him touches his hair and then these little cootie animated things come out right i think it's supposed to be almost like pixar does sometimes where it's like up and you're like it's sad but it's it's also it touches you in the in the heart yeah but and instead you just go is this kid dead why are we right but 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 why are we watching this but the thing with up 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 has 90 minutes to tell me this right to fix it yeah you got two seconds complete difference time frame is not the same yeah that was a fail man that was just a complete fail Mm -hmm. um they also had uh mcdonald's had a super bowl ad Mm. for his latest promotion which was you let randomly select the customers pay for their orders with acts of love like a high five fist bump or a call to a relative the promotion starts monday today and runs through february 14th now the reason i don't really like it is because that means i got to get out my car and go inside of mcdonald's so right could you could you didn't say drive through no yes. drive through people y'all gonna like keep the keep the keep the fuck pushing are y'all gonna check and see if i'm calling my mom like what's the deal with that right if i go to multiple mcdonald's is all my meals for mcdonald's free right it's like the same policy as isis you know right we got your loved one call 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 them and tell them that we got you i'm at mcdonald's <laughs> please just tell me you love me so i can ask for free fries oh lord yep you got a hug a mcdonald's yeah. employee yeah the food ain't yeah because they getting they getting paid uh less than what this burger costs i heard you can i heard if you like jack a couple of them off you can get like you can supersize it so i don't know <laughs> for 49 cent yeah no for free that's oh that's, lord that's part of the uh new advertising campaign it's an extension of the company's recently launched campaign Seeking to associate his brand with positive emotion of loving as it fights to hold on customers amid intensified competition. Uh, according mean? to the contest rule posted online, McDonald's says each participant restaurant will select 100 winners over the course of the contest. Meanwhile, Carnival Cruise Line's ad included a voiceover by John F. Kennedy speaking about the sea. Yeah, that was weird. Right, because while that commercial was planned, before they ended, Roger, I was like, what the fuck is this? He said... It's for Carnival. And then it said Carnival. I was like, oh, I was so... This shit was the most confusing this. I could have made better Super Bowl commercials. Because I was like, none of this shit... If y'all just wanted to make shit to confuse people, I could have done that. Yeah, because it's Give not like... Give me that billions of dollars. Yeah, because it's not like he was talking about, like, having fun at the sea. I, uh, really uh, don't know why it is that uh, all of us are so committed to the sea. Except I am... Uh, I think it's because, in addition to the fact that the sea uh, changes and the light changes and uh, ships change, it's because uh, we all came from the sea. And it is an interesting uh, biological fact that all of us have in our veins the exact same percentage of salt in our blood that exists in the ocean. And therefore, uh, we have salt in our blood, in our sweat, in our tears, we are tied to the ocean, and when we go back to the sea, whether it is to sail or to watch it, we are going back from whence we came. And it ends by saying, come back to the sea and showing all the cruise ships. And you know this is after Carnival had some illnesses, right? They got uh, got stranded, right? They've had all. I think one of them tipped over. They had right. problems this year, so they had some problems. They just said, "Please come back." Uh, Coca Cola had an ad where somebody was working on the internet, 
in the internet server room and spilled some coke onto the internet and made everybody go from being trolls to being positive which uh if you've ever spilled coca-cola on anything electronic you know does not work no in fact shit stopped working yep um so but i think it's another thing where people can um yeah coca's always been into them positive positive all that commercials yeah we saved the world whole hands right you know if it's not the polar bear like it's always something with them yeah and and i think with uh with coca-cola you know that the idea is is a is a good heart it's an idea that unites people people do feel like we need to be more positive on the internet blah Mm -hmm. blah blah you know so it's not like it's one of those lip service ideas it's kind of a big thing but not really nothing can happen from this idea but it's like everyone's supposed to nod our heads like yeah we could use more positivity on the internet right if only your owners felt the same way you act like we don't see the the coke brothers out there cutting the motherfucking food (laughs) the coke brothers do not own coke karen that is just their last name (laughs) it's not even spelled the same spreading these lies out here you gonna be against vaccines next nope not gonna be against vaccine i don't care if if mr vaccinated came out and said he was against it fuck you <laughs> but uh yeah i thought the coke brothers on coke motherfucker your name goddamn coke it's spelled c-o-c it's not even spelled the same it's like k-o-c-h or something oh you gotta do some research <laughs> making our show look bad <laughs> coke brothers so i figured i'll fuck you must own coke mm-mm we just watched the nightly show oh no you didn't watch the episode no about the coke brothers no they just two old angry ass white men as far as i know right they don't own coca-cola though okay completely the difference my bad coca-cola incorporated that's some kind of tank i'm not even reporting it <laughs> someone else write it down <laughs> i'm not in the research and development department over here voiceovers are big um common had a few for microsoft mm-hmm he had a story about Bray, uh, Braylon O'Neill, a boy who was born missing uh, tibia and fibula bones in both his legs. Uh, but Microsoft helped develop um, uh, prosthetic legs for him so he could walk and run. That was neat. Uh, but once again, hard woman, not funny. Correct. Didn't even try to be. Mm-mm. Toyota's first ad star Paralympic medalist Amy Purdy. Uh, snowboarding and dancing set to a speech by Muhammad Ali that lead, that ends with I'll show you how great I am. Once again, the amputee one, um, mm-hmm. heartwarming, inspirational, but not, but not necessarily funny. funny. Yeah, I was like, everybody was like, fuck the funny this year. But otherwise, I had a lost puppy one and the horses mounted up to save it. That was cute. From some like wolves or some shit that was about to fuck with it. Um, so. That, yeah, same thing, heartfelt, but not funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was the theme yeah chevrolet ad blackout appeared to be a live game feed that turned into static in a black screen um and the company used the trick to show its colorado trucks uh that so it made it seem like oh the game is getting oh no it's just a commercial i'm gonna tell you one thing they caused a lot of people about to turn some shit over because i looked at my tv like what the fuck is this oh, oh okay yeah oh okay i calmed yeah. down after i realized they were fucking with me mm-hmm. but, I, but i was about to call somebody just the wrong time to decide you want to go out okay especially people who have problems with their cable <laughs> was like motherfucker what there were 15 new super bowl advertisers this year that's the most since 2000 before the economy fell into two uh first of two recessions advertising experts say the rookie interest in super bowl ads is a positive sign companies are feeling good in the most recent economic recovery don't mean they were good but yeah newcomers included skittles and carnival 
Uh, in his ad, first time, first timer Wix.com showed retired NFL players open fictional vi- businesses. I like those. The yeah. Bre- the Brett Favre, uh, Favre and Carve, that was good. Yeah, they had one with T.O. And yeah, they was funny. And also, it probably showed that they probably had dropped the motherfucking prices too. I bet you they was like, what? Mm, the- I doubt that. You don't think they dropped the prices? Nah, companies probably just got more money. Why would they ever oh, drop true. Super Bowl ad prices? They only go up. I've, that's true. Ain't never been a year where the Super Bowl came down. Like, oh, you know, I, let's I, get reasonable. My bad. I didn't think about that. My bad. Yeah, they still do the NFL and, uh, you know, TV. GoDaddy decided not to run an ad that showed a dog being sold online so as not to offend dog lovers. Oh, it's, Lord. Instead, it showed a business owner toiling away instead of enjoying the Super Bowl. The company says it was created overnight from foul footage and narrated by an ar- uh, agency art director who had never done voice of work. So, sounds like they slapped some shit together. Oh, you, you know, normally they run out with them titties. You that's know? true. Oh, you ain't talk about my commercial of the night. Uh, I might have a separate article about it if it's uh, what I think it is. Is it uh, like a girl? I mean, like a boy? No. No. Okay. What What was it? The one with the super glue where they had them fanny packs. Oh yeah, I have no idea what the fuck Le- that ad Letitia, was. What is it? I forgot the name of something but glue, that. Yeah. But I didn't know what something the, tight. It was something. But tight. whatever that shit was, that shit made my motherfucking night because they had like. It was like a multi-racial group, mm-hmm. and all of them came out with these big-ass red fanny packs, bumping them in your face, and they was dancing and shit, and like a black dude was, uh, I was like, I want to find that shit and purchase it, because y'all was the only, uh, and I still yeah. didn't know what the fuck it was, but y'all was the only shit that really made me laugh for the night. Yeah, it was uh, Loctite. Was was the Super Bowl right. commercial. Um, that shit was hilarious. About super glue. And I mean, it's a physical commercial. I, I could play the song, y'all can hear it, but it was just a Super Bowl commercial, and it's just a bunch of weird looking people just dancing. It's me. And if you make a thing, I break a thing, it's no problem. Last night we fix it up and put it back together again. Cause if it's broken, it's a spoken what you need to get you to. Step one and step two. Loctite glue saved our marriage. So that was, that was just a fun, quirky ad. Yes, they won. They won for the night because wouldn't shit else funny. Yeah, um, I did like the like a girl um ad that they did no i did like that and you and you know what that which they probably couldn't afford it but i would have loved for them to show that um that hair commercial that you show uh was it dove, oh, dove for curly hair I, yeah i would have loved for them if they wanted like like if you're going to do something touching not trying to be funny that's the one you do you don't try to maybe this is just me because that will make everybody go oh but the shit they show made everybody go, oh. Okay. I mean, that's both kind of. It's not the same. It's all like heartfelt, mm-hmm. tearful. Mm-hmm. But that was like, oh, like, y'all make me want to go run and scream in other direction because you're trying to scare me to death with the sad shit. Well, like, I didn't find like different. a girl. I didn't think like like a girl was sad. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. I'm talking about for the other commercial we were talking about earlier. Oh, oh it, I thought it, we was just talking about like a girl versus uh, the dove. I mean, the 
curly hair commercial. No, no. I, when you said this, it made me think about Dove. And I was saying if some of the other people wanted to do the heartfelt type of thing, mm-hmm. that's a great tactic versus the tactics that they use, oh, which, okay. which actually fail. Well, you know, not every product is like that. That's like true if I too. told you how you're going to make Coca-Cola about curly hair girls, it's, it's a stretch. That's true too. You know what I'm saying? That's true too. Yeah. Like they just had the right product. They must not have had the money or the time to be able to buy the Super Bowl ad, right. but you know, they had to, I mean, that's a great ad. It's one of the best ads I've ever seen in my life. Right. That, uh, the Dove curly hair commercial, but the like a girl ad was pretty good. I thought I did too, because it, it to me, it showed people how people interpret that meaning. Yeah. Um, but the like a boy ad, I thought was pretty good too. I didn't um, see like a boy. I mean, fuck me. Like a girl. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm reading the title of this article and it keeps fucking me up. Um, the Like a Girl ad, um, I'll play some of it for everybody. What does it Show mean me to do, it like to says, what does it mean to do something like a girl? Run like a girl. Here. Show me what it looks like to fight like a girl. <laughs> now throw like a girl. Aww. So everybody just kind of miming girls fucking up, being weak, bad throws, dropping mm-hmm. the ball. So do you think you just insulted your sister? No. I mean, yeah, insulted girls, but not my sister. She's a girl. My mm-hmm. name is... You know, that's the same thing people do online all the time. That's true. You know, it's like, oh, th- th- these bitches walking around with these short skirts. But not my Of course they're getting raped. It's like, you think your mama and your sister ain't never wore a short shirt, skirt? So they, they supposed to get raped now? You know? Not put them. your Hey, you ever put your hands on a man? I don't care what it is. You deserve whatever happened to you. Then it's like, mm-hmm. okay, so some dude could just beat your sister to death because that's what you like. You you, and you, you okay. wouldn't even be mad at him. You'd just be like, okay, I'm gonna dap him up. Well, not my sister. That's crazy. Dakota, and I'm ten years old. Show me what it looks like to run like a girl. And of course, they're just running like, Throw like normal, a girl. throwing like you know, fight like a girl fighting proficiently like it's like they just did everything like you like you normally would, would do would do anything and it's a it? girl's confidence plummets during puberty but it doesn't it have to, to. when i say run like a girl it means run fast as you can and said let's make hashtag like a girl mean amazing things anything controversial about that do you care nope well not according to quote-unquote meninist uh they got hashtag like a boy trending on twitter fuck you uh, <laughs> i would immediately say that to you <laughs> they said in order for there to be gender equality there should also be like a boy commercial despite the fact that like a boy is not traditionally used as an insult no but, right but, okay it's not used as an insult right okay yeah. can we get a hashtag like a boy commercial too please what about hashtag like a boy uh um this commercial was made by a girl hashtag boys are better than girls hashtag like a boy okay every time someone says i did it like a boy i get extremely hurt hashtag like a boy hashtag meninist now i don't know some of these might even be jokes i don't know right and sometimes and sometimes especially on on social media sometimes i think that people some of these people just are trolls of course right i mean a lot of not these people's pictures and they avatar shit like right that. and 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 the, and the dudes that are actually standing up for this purpose which like i said i have a lot of issues and problems with um 
when it comes to uh, equality, because a lot of times you guys want a lot of the same things that feminists want um, is equality. But, you know, you have just like any other group, you have people that you're like, y'all niggas just hate women. Yeah, well, they want equality while ignoring societal uh, the way things are already. Right. Which is not the same. Like, it's it's like how people go, I'm tired of affirmative action. I just want everything to be the same. It's like, well, when a black person with a college degree is hired at the same rate as a white person that did not finish high school, you need to recognize this before you start saying, for every black person hired, I'll, you know, it needs to be nine white people hired. Like, you need to start mm-hmm. paying attention to what's actually happening here because you know the uh, the qualifications matter the environment matters what context matters and you know same thing for these guys like oh if you make a like a girl commercial why can't i get a like a boy commercial that's the most simplest first grade uh way to look at this without with with no critical thought you know at all awful commercial offer advertising hashtag like a boy why not like a boy that like a girl commercial just proved their own point hashtag like a boy hashtag meninist I, the men in this thing I thought was just a joke. Um, like I can't believe that's real. I thought I thought that was just a big troll thing that uh people are doing. Um and that that is just like like this men in this tweet account I thought was joking. I mean it says parody, obviously sarcasm. So it I don't I don't know why they're using that as like I'm assuming the people that do that are being sarcastic, but they some do. I mean obviously some of these people are not using that hashtag. They're not affiliated with it at all. So. Right, and they but I'm just saying shit, right. they use like hash the meninist people to be like, oh yeah, these people too, and I don't think those people are outraged or mm-hmm. saying that. Nope, and mo- and a lot of those people are very reasonable, but like yeah, in the group, they're making jokes. Crazies, right, yeah, a lot of them are making jokes. Like this guy bashed upon for stating my views for hopefully one day us as men can have equality and treat it the same hashtag like a boy hashtag meninist that dude's obviously joking of course at least i hope he is yeah so um and then some people were fighting back and you know it goes out this article's mostly tweets it just goes all the way down to just people going back and forth over it but it's just funny that um that ad to me is like the least controversial one of the least the least but uh you can't can't tell people shit these days. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah, it was just serious. Like the ads are just serious, man. And I really feel it like was a turn off to me. Yeah, I really feel like this is just a direct result of years, two and three years now of people shitting on every Everything. single ad, and specifically any ad that went for the humorous approach. So, um when you got like and i mean some of these were unreasonable in my opinion to be pissed off about right um like i remember people were mad at the super bowl ad with the m&m that showed up to the party naked but it's a child but it's a fucking m&m and it's brown right and the joke was it got eight it was gonna get eight you know like it wasn't this this like it was like it wasn't some bigger statement on gender or race or Anything, but it's like people would just find an angle and just nitpick companies to death. Like, why the Eminem got to be a brown Eminem? You're like, what the fuck are y'all doing? And and this and I I, I watched the Eminem commercials. This this particular Eminem ain't goddamn new. It's been brown forever and it's been female forever. Right. Both of the yellow one and the orange with our males 
the brown one is a female with glasses. Right. It's always been like this. This is nothing motherfucking new. Right. But, you know, I feel like people just nitpick it to you just like, ah, right, what's the fucking point? Right. Um, and you scare people off. Let's with- just show some puppies uh, and cats and then just call it a fucking day. Right. Let's show some horses and some dogs and call it a motherfucker. And you know what? This was the lightest beer commercials ever. Like, normally during the Super Bowl, you get the most Budweiser commercials. Like, we had them, but they was the horse and the dog. Like, it wasn't like, here's my beer, rah, rah, rah. You know, normally you get uh, several rounds of beer commercials. Yeah, yeah, I did notice that. Um, And, you know, like I said, even the new advertisers that came on were just like, we don't want to offend. Like, we just want to be here and no one say anything like remember when pepsi had hard to do pepsi had the ad where the woman threw the can and then it was like this is an attack on black women and then uh uh who else had the controversial ads there was an ad robot the robot what was the robot yeah the one with the robot like it lost his job it jumped off then all of a sudden you had letters about the robot committing fucking suicide you're like it's a goddamn robot y'all right yeah so i think people was like play it safe no more funny commercials and it just basically made the shit stupid right and boring and honestly it make it make it not worth watching the commercials if they all gonna be like this moving on to the future what the fuck am i watching the commercials for because they're not entertaining yeah there was some funny ones though i mean they had to add with all the cameos from uh the people in, for the brady bunch now that one i liked um what else uh, oh i liked somebody asked, i liked the one with um, Liam Neeson. Liam at, Neeson, yes. Yeah, and Getting I, a coffee. Right, and I said, I will never play with anybody named uh, Angry Neeson 52. Like, if, for real, if I see Angry Neeson 52, because I, like, play some of these games, yeah. if I see that person pop up, I will not friend you, and I will not uh play anything with you, because I don't want you trying to find me and hunt me down. No, thank you, Liam Neeson. Yeah, so, I mean, and then, um, what did you think about the halftime show? Because I, I, I actually enjoyed the halftime show a lot. I enjoyed Missy. Yeah, I know you don't like Katy Perry for mm-hmm. some reason. I mean, I, I've heard some of her songs, but she just ain't my thing. Like, I know some people, she was giving them life, go ahead on, but she just she just don't do it for me. That's just my personal preference. She's just not the thing that I would be. Yeah, and to me, Missy saved it. If it wasn't for Missy, I'd have been completely off of it, but I enjoyed Missy, and I enjoyed the fact that when Missy was performing up to a certain extent, she knew I need to get my ass off the stage and let Missy have it and go change you. New world, you'll change you come back later on. Um, she did the Hey You Know It star by floating across the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, you know it. I think you mean the more you know it. Oh, hey, you know it. <laughs> and also, um, she came in on that big ass, uh, Lion King lion. Mm-hmm. At the, at the beginning. Yeah, it was like a transformer. Right. And we went to Sesame Street because all of a sudden she had sharks and, and shit dancing in the background. I ain't know what the fuck was happening sometimes. Yeah, um, I thought she was fine. Um, I enjoy her a lot, actually, because I'm not really big into her songs anyway. Um, but I don't wish any ill will on these performers. I think people get so fucking uptight about these goddamn Super Bowl halftime shows. I, and it's like they have to have a hot take. It's, it feels like everybody turns into fucking Stephen A. Smith when you talk about these halftime Super Bowl shows. (laughs) It's okay to be like, yeah, because they always typically try to pick somebody that, your mama knows you know your daddy knows even if none of y'all love this person right. you know because they got to pick something across all demographics right you know so you know we'll get like prince or something and it seems like the new thing is 
maybe we don't get an a-list superstar of all time but we get the current hot act plus two or three other memorable acts and we throw them in there with them and they do like 15 minutes and you just you get off on that and i thought Katy perry was cool i really enjoyed missy the thing that was dope about the missy thing was Katy perry got the fuck off the stage mm-hmm. which it, i you know for people that were accusing her of like she gonna appropriate why she trying to make it off of black people blah blah, blah. like she walked the fuck off the stage and on some real shit Katy perry brought hip-hop back to the fucking super bowl something i didn't think we were gonna get for a long time a long especially time. after um they gave m.i.a a chance and m.i.a came out there and flipped both middle fingers right end up being in a lawsuit for years at the nfl i was like god damn it they never gonna let niggas back in the building on that hip-hop shit but um but they actually did you know and you know it's not like missy songs are so fucking um like pc a whole Correct. lot of whole a lot, lot of, of editing talking about dicks and you got a big urge let me urge it like it's a lot of that but she killed it and i was happy for her man and they gave and like i said she gave her the stage for a couple of minutes you know like yeah. I, I gotta do this wardrobe change hop up on this star you hold it down for two to three minutes do some, some of your hits and um i'm gonna and, and just play your shit and i actually enjoyed that man missy Missy ended up, you know, doing, stealing the show, in my opinion. I think she did too. And also, like I said, the thing about it, I'm just not a big fan of Katy Perry, but I do think if you are a fan of hers, she put on a performance. I'm not saying she, she put I mean, on the show, but like I said, it's just not my thing. But I don't think it has to be your thing to enjoy 10 minutes of somebody performing. Like, true. You know what I mean? Like, Lenny, I mean, like, um, um uh, like my man that shut down the bet awards god what can i remember uncle um fuck me man um he was on beautiful with snoop dog he was in uh now i gotta go look this shit up i was about to say you know you're Can't asking the wrong know. person nah you we enjoy oh, it. charlie we, wilson yeah uncle charlie like uncle like i don't throw on charlie wilson on the reg but i knew all them songs yeah, and he I performed the fuck out of them and he stole the show like you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't need to know all the words to his songs. I That's don't true. actually need to, like, be a super stand. I don't need to have gone to a concert for me to know that that man went out there and did his thing, right? That's I feel true. like that's all the Super Bowl is, is you kinda at least know the chorus to three of these songs. Now watch this person perform it. The, now that's the main, true. That's the, true. The main issue with the Super Bowl is it's typically outside. The people always have to lip sync yeah um and then um the artist that they pick has to be you know to kind of like in the middle of er- intersect everything mm-hmm. so the odds of them getting somebody that you really really fuck with are pretty low and especially right. especially if you're a fan of the music i'm a fan of they're never gonna have a super bowl where i'm like oh my god i can't wait like this is not gonna happen no like even when they had beyonce i'm not a huge beyonce like i don't have on all beyonce's albums know all the words or any of that shit okay but you know like that's the closest it'll get for say you and, and you know a lot of black women and right. shit but that's but like that's not for me that's that's not that big a deal you know what i mean so i feel like people not not but 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 when she was there she killed it so hard that i was just like god damn like you got to give her props. Like, that's, yeah, she, you know, Bruno Mars did that. You know what? Yes. You know, and I thought I was going to be disappointed, but Bruno Mars, 
actually put on an excellent show. Right. You know, and so did Katy Perry. Like I said, it was it's, it's just one of those things that even with Katy Perry, I didn't realize that I knew some of her songs. I was like, oh, you say that? You know, and that's what they're aiming for. They don't, you know, they know everybody might not know everything, but, you know, you put on, you know, I Kissed the Girl. Oh, she sung I Kissed the Girl. I don't know why right. I didn't think she sung that song, but, oh, you saying that? Okay. That's all, but that's all they're looking for. Right. They're so not, they got me with that, yes. And she can't, it's not like she can dance. It's mm-hmm. not like she you know it's gonna be spectacle her riding the line her floating around the arena a transforming checkerboard <laughs> stage <laughs> right it's gonna be more of that than anything else i like to me i just thought it was crazy how many people were still on some like mm, this is whack i'm like it was good and then my the, the thing i really was watching the most is will she let missy do her fucking thing or is she gonna have to be all in the videos trying to trying to be like i need some shine too and she got the fuck out the way mm-hmm. and let missy do her thing and i actually was really impressed with that i was too and honestly one thing i have to say is kudos to missy for the fact that missy been gone for a very very long time and her shit still bangs yeah for sure we played a lot of her stuff before the show started today um the serious uh spots were actually part of a trend that started last year because oh. you know people even though it's the nfl and it's football and we're pretty much used every week to seeing some crass ass like look at these titties commercials yeah but but for the super bowl people don't want to get in trouble so they stopped doing that stuff you know last year there was an ad where the boy had a car and it made him so bold that he walked into the prom and he kissed the girl that he always had a crush on and people was like rape like so it was like People are like, even this cute coming of age, like if it would have been an episode of the Wonder Years, we'd be like, oh, remember the episode where Kevin kissed Winnie? And that shit turned into, uh, not in, in 2014, that's sexual assault, brother. So it was right. like. Right. And I don't know. Like that's the shit that, that fucking irritates me because it's like, I can't have shit cause you offended by goddamn everything. And I know it's shit to be offended by. Please don't get me wrong. But it's just some shit where I'm like, this word this yeah the fiat episode the fiat right, uh, commercial where the, the girl was like uh it was like oh look at this fine ass woman this black and red dress and everybody's walking down the street turn their heads and then they flip back to it and it's actually just a a car and it's like look how sexy this car is this year they had to do like a viagra pill fall into the fiat and transformed it into a hard penis car, you know. I don't I'm know. surprised somebody didn't have an issue with that. Yeah, guarantee so. you they did. Cause I was like, what the fuck is that pill made out of? It's bouncing off walls and shit. Oh, we ain't talking about the Kim K commercial. Kim Kardashian. What yes. did you like about that one? I liked about that because she knows her motherfucking audience. I liked the fact that she was like, go ahead, uh, come on over here. For what, what was, what was it? It's brand of whoever it was. She was like, come on over here. And cause you know, you're going to, um, surf the internet with pictures of me. Take your shots with pictures of me. I was like, fuck yeah, bitch, get that money. You know your audience. As much as people talk about you, guess what they doing? As much as they talk, they spending their money too. She knows her audience. So kudos to Kim K for saying, fuck all you haters. You know what I'm making? Money doing Super Bowl. You know what you're doing? Watching my ass again. Yeah, yeah. Kudos to you, Kim K. Make that money, bitch. Uh, our girl uh, Mindy Kaling from the Mindy Project, also from the Office. She was in the ad where she thought she was invisible, so she started doing all kinds of crazy stuff, and it culminated with her trying to kiss Matt Damon, and Matt Damon being like, "What the fuck?" Uh, <laughs> so, I, that was cute. Yeah, that was cute. Uh, my man Josh Homer says she ever gonna do something where she kisses a person that's not a white dude. 
<laughs> and I was like, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Like, she was Daryl's girlfriend on um, the office for a while. You know, I don't know. Uh, so uh, yeah, that was that was all, man. Um, then uh, what was else? what else was I thinking about? There was something else. Oh yeah, we talked about halftime, so that was it. Uh, Warren Sapp uh celebrated the Super Bowl being over by um trying to pick up prostitute. Oh. And the NFL Network uh, cut him. Well, damn, he lost his job after the game. How you, you, he lost his job on his, actually, day off, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, he what did he do? Clock out, then went immediately outside and lost his motherfucking job? And you know what's funny is any city with the Super Bowl, the cops always set up prostitution stings. Right, because they know people, and, and because they know that people actually fry prostitutes into the city for this reason. Yeah, he was arrested for solicitating a prostitute in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, his mugshot was put out online. Everybody got to see it. Um, his Nigga mugshot looks so sad. Job. Yeah, I'd have been sad too. All that money you lost. First, first they got Greg, uh, uh, Anthony. Now they got caught, common man, um, Warren Sapp. On February 2nd. Uh, and you couldn't have made plans like, Paid some, I mean, t- come on, be smart. If you're going to fuck them hoes, be smart. Mm-hmm. On February 2nd at 2.30 a.m., Phoenix police officers working security at downtown Phoenix Hotel were investigating the noise disturbance when they were contacted by a female alleging she had been assaulted. The oh. incident was alleged to have occurred in a guest room after meeting in the lobby while she and another female were there as escorts. During a meeting in the room, an argument ensued, allegedly over money, and the altercation became turned physical, spilling out into the hallway. So now, you got Warren Sapp possibly assaulting women. Yeah, the NFL network was like, "Fuck all of that, all the yep. bullshit." Just like all the bullshit we covered. Nope, we are not being investigated for that. You got to go, my brother. Yeah, this is uh, this is the NFL. Yeah, the NFL network just you know put ads up about. Domestic violence. You right, can't be they even had the pizza commercial with with the woman doing the nine one one call. During the investigation, detectives were able to establish that an act of prostitution occurred in the room by at least one of the females. Sat was detained and transported to Phoenix Police Headquarters. While there, he was questioned and admitted involvement in the act of prostitution, but denied assaulting the females. Minor injuries consistent with the struggle were observed by investigators on both females. Sat was transported to the Maricopa County Jail and booked on charges of soliciting prostitution and two counts of assault both misdemeanor offenses one female was cited for one count of prostitution and release the second female left the scene prior to detectives arrival but was later located at peoria at a peoria hotel uh she was interviewed and cited for a violation of the city's escort permit requirements and released so i guess she didn't have the permits um for escorting so maybe it's legal there yeah, yeah, you can escort. Like, a lot of states you can escort. They just can't. They're like, yeah, y'all can go on dates, but don't be fucking them. But, you know, people fuck. Yeah. Crazy, man. Like, keep your shit. You got to keep your shit together, bro. Like, Right, nigga lost his job on the last day of the goddamn season. Right, the day after, really. Right. Like, you got fired on your day off? Lily. What you doing? Like, nigga, you just covered the story, punched out, and walked outside and lost your job. What you doing? Stealing boxes? <laughs> right? Stealing pants? Trying to build a clubhouse? Stealing pants? What are you doing, dog? Man, that, that's one of the all-time dumbest, dumbest ways to get fired. Right, because odds are nobody else is going to expect. But I did. 
they probably would have let the prostitute shit slide, but they not going to let the domestic violence shit slide. So, also, you ever being, like, on television again is low. Yep. Like, some years going to have to fast for anybody to bring you back on. Yep. Um, so, that was just pretty fucking stupid. Um, last week, news broke that Jagged Edge singer Kyle Norman was arrested after attacking his fiance. Oh, Yep. Must want her to meet him at the altar. Oh, I hope not. Mm-mm. You better not. You better run, girl. Sound like the ragged edge was going on. <laughs> you better run, girl. Run. Mm-mm. Don't believe them lies. You're trying to snatch them jagged edges. <laughs> um. So he was arrested after beating his longtime girlfriend, allegedly. According to media reports, the incident happened Thursday morning when Atlanta police responded to a call of domestic violence. Norman's girlfriend told police that he threatened to kill her and then began punching and choking her with a scarf. Oh, shit. The attack was so intense that he allegedly tried to force her engagement ring down her throat. Well, goddamn. Mm-hmm. When police arrived, Norman was peaceful. I love you. I love you, girl. I love you so much. I'll make you choke on this motherfucking ring I spent all this money on. When police arrived, Norman was peaceful and claimed that the argument started because he was upset about his dad having cancer. What does your dad having cancer have to do with you trying to choke her with a motherfucking ring? His girlfriend, however, claimed the argument was over his drinking. See, that's how alcoholics I be- think. I believe that. See, the alcoholics think like that. You like... You need to stop drinking and, you know, it's getting out of control. And he's like, you know, I'm drinking because my dad got cancer. He's like, but your dad only got cancer. We we found that out yesterday. <laughs> right. You've been drunk for six months now. <laughs> right. Two, three years. It's not the same, son. Uh, police found Norman's girlfriend with a golf ball size well over her forehead. You don't get that. Um, you don't just get that anywhere. No, you don't. Um, he was, they arrested him for aggravated assault at the time of the report. Norman was still in custody. It's unclear if he'll be released. Mm-mm. I know. Don't you get married, girl. Mm-mm. Uh, according to jasminebrand.com, on Friday, Wingo posted a message on Instagram chastising Norman for beating his first, his fiance. In any team or group situation, it takes multiple individuals to make a team. We, the members of Jagged Edge, are a team, yes, but in no way does Jagged Edge agree with nor condone the actions of our brother, Cal Norman. Cal is sick. He has a substance abuse problem, and he has had it for a number of years. We are now seeking to get Cal the help he so desperately needs. Right, because I can't... Meet me at the rehab when we first met. <laughs> we ain't getting no sober. You might as well do it. Might as well. <laughs> Uh, Brian and, yes. <laughs> Brian and Brandon Casey, along with uh, our other founding yes. members, Richard Wink. be at the AA with your white dress. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> yeah, me. Brian. Hey. Brian and Brandon Casey, along with other founding members, Richard Wingo, will continue to carry the Jagged Edge projects forward. The pro- what projects they got? I don't know. Some shit nobody else is going to listen to. Well, Mr. Norman, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, we- that was like, nigga, we know you got to drink. So, you know what? Oz, mm-hmm. Oz, she's telling the truth. That nigga was drunk and heard what he wanted to hear and snapped on her. Mm-hmm. 
we ask that everybody pray for kyle and his fiance during this tough time thank you all but that nigga won't be getting no more chase from us however wingo later deleted the message and then posted an image of jagged edge with the message that jagged edge will remain intact and weather the storm of norman's controversy together we gonna be good y'all my bro will get right and we will move as a unit thanks for all the love and all the prayers shall we proceed oh yes we will come in as four gonna lead the game as four he catching the photo yeah, he ain't want no legal problems. I guarantee you that's some contracts. And it was like, dog, you can't do that. It was, oh, oh, I can't? My bad. But he's not the only one of Jagged Edge that uh, publicly commented on the attack. Brian Casey says, sad day for me. Anyone who knows me knows I love women maybe even too much. My brother Cal has had some issues to deal with for a long time concerning substance abuse. We have held him down continuously while praying we could overcome some of these issues. Right. So this is some shit that they've seen. So this is not new to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, he knows. Right. They they they, they know he been turned up. Mm-hmm. This ain't news to them. Mm-mm. No. Um. He says uh, we could overcome some of the issues. I'm praying for our bro. Oh, he spelled R wrong. Instead of O U R, he spelled A R E. Oh, that's the wrong one. My bad. Praying for our bro and all parties involved. That's not the person we know. We are praying he gets the help he needs to every woman on the earth. I apologize. I love y'all. Didn't long time concern. Wait, I didn't. Wait, I love y'all. Oh, didn't have the words yesterday. I see the kind words and support, which is what I will focus on. Man. Well, I guess he got to be going to rehab. Yeah, he gotta be. I mean, maybe he need to stop going to where the party at. He better, he better stop. And walk out of heaven and then in rehab. Because <laughs> I promise, he can't love you when he acting like that. Sure can't. I guess that's what it's like dating somebody from Jagged Edge. Hopefully she won't say goodbye. I hope she don't. You know. Sound like when you hit her with I gotta be pouring out this bill. <laughs> I gotta be pouring out this wine. <laughs> I gotta be turning over these drugs. Yeah, that's what we're probably saying in the meeting. Maybe that's what he's doing. <laughs> I gotta be the one who stops. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe that's what he needs to do, Karen. Mm-hmm. He just gotta be. I, I just he think he's gonna, he probably gonna get out of rehab and be like, you know, where the party at? That's what I'm thinking. And get out of, <laughs> and get out of rehab and be like, oh, oh shit. I think he's gonna be the That's what they say when they see he drinking. Uh oh. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's gonna be like, uh, yeah, they, they, what a vodka at. Yes. <laughs> what a Bacardi at. <laughs> yeah. What a wine coolers at. <laughs> what a Colt 45 at. <laughs> what a mad dogs at. Oh my god. Yeah. What a Cardi at. Girls is on the way to Bacardi at. Yeah, where the bitches at? Cause I smack them when I get drunk. Uh, hey, give him a left. Hey, <laughs> with that right. Hey, I give them black eyes. What the fuck? <laughs> Come on, dude. 
Damn. Uh, but yeah, beating he, women, yeah. <laughs> you, this nigga R and B person, man. You right, never can you tell sing these. about love, that, and that's a, that, that's all you got to separate the two. Because yeah, you can sing about love and still beat bitches. Come on, people. Yeah, you never can tell with these super folks. No, these, uh, I mean with these R and B dudes, um, they, you know, they got a long history of singing love songs and beating the brakes off of some woman. Right. Um, speaking of R and B. Justin Bieber's in the news. For what? Uh, a prominent pastor is saying that Justin Bieber is a transsexual and that he cut off his breasts because Obama's evil spirits misled him. Word. Word. We have a young girl in our church. We have several young girls in our church. They want to be dancers. Some of them, they want to be musicians, others of them. And we're talking about young girls in the age from 6 to 10 years of age. And I, I want people to hear this so they can understand that you and I are not lunatics. We're not haters. We're not filled with evil. Uh, they need to know that these young girls who, if we don't stand like you and I standing and preach, they can be led or influenced uh, to cut off their breasts once they get into puberty. They can be led to have operations like Justin Bieber. They can think that the best choice for their life is to cut off their breasts and, 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 and go through this period that's so pervasive in television and everywhere else. And then by the time they reach the age of 20 years old, they look and say, I wish I had never cut off my breasts. I wish I had never mutilated my flesh. I wish I'd never cut off my penis. I wish I had never done that. I was just young. And the people in the church or the people in the media said or gave the impression that I had a right to choose any kind of sexual orientation that I wanted to choose. And so I cut off my penis or I cut off my breast. But now I'm 20 years old and I, I wish that I had not done that. I will not. I will not as a pastor allow that to be said by any child that's under my leadership or under the sound of my voice. I will chase every sodomite. I will chase every lesbo. I will chase every political leader with the power of God, with the chariots of fire, that these children be not misled by people in congregations and people in business. He said sodomites and lesbos. <laughs> Is lesbos in the Bible? Or is there a country called Les? I know there's a country called Sodom in it. The people from there are Sodomites, mm -hmm. a city called Sodom. But is there a city called Les? That sounds like Bible? a good drink. I want that Sodomite and Lesbos. He hey. He's going to chase him with the chariots of fire because he is flaming. Yeah. Yes, he is because he sucked that dick. Go to outlaw.org and give using PayPal. Or in politics like Obama that are influencing these children to throw their lives away the way Justin Bieber threw his life away and then 20 years old can't grow their breasts back at 20 years old can't grow their penis back people need to wake the hell up and see what's going on in our world they need to understand just how diabolical this devil and evil spirit is why can't they sue him right. well, he you, says some you, reckless shit about Starbucks right and and you making bullshit up because th there's nothing proven or nothing came out this says that Justin Bieber was born a female. Right. Okay. So that's that that that's that's number one. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you just making 
ridiculous allegations for somebody who called himself a doctor that didn't get his degree from an accredited place. You got your degree for some, for, from a university that you made up. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really go on. Well, he went to the Hard Knocks University of that prison. Remember the Correctional Institute? Apparently so. I didn't realize you got a degree when you got out. Yeah. Um, I feel like he just sees memes and shit on Twitter and jokes and Correct. on social media on his Facebook page, and then he goes and starts preaching about them. Like he must have saw the Miley Cyrus looks like Justin Bieber uh, ad like that meme and then he was like that's real he cut it he cut his breast off and did two minutes on that you know like it's gotta be like he, like he's like if your if your your grandma got on facebook you know what i mean just start yeah like i saw something the other day uh and it looked like a, a frog was crying and I, I saw a frog uh drinking some tea now you know a frog can't drink tea unless it's by the sodomites and it's got some semen in there, and you mix in two parts sugar, one part semen, uh, some chamomile. That's how I prefer it. <laughs> some delicious, some delicious semen. He <laughs> said, young girls cut their breasts off from six to ten years old. You don't what have can't... breasts at six to ten. Who yeah. breasts is these? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is like at that age that for a lot of women you they like little bumps and lumps because you know they're starting to develop at that age and uh what parent in their right mind would allow their child to you know to do that like maybe once you get older we can have a talk about it but it's like okay you're developing so well, why you know, would i do that justin bieber had a lot of money karen so he could cut his breast off he was making money at six to ten. You know. And if that's something you want to do, let let the parent and the child sit down and have a conversation about that. That's a private thing if that's what they choose to do. I don't know. I don't know. But apparently this dude knows all the inside facts, Karen. I wonder what other celebrities he uh, thinks has some issues going on there. All of them. You know, Macklemore is a, is a lesbo. He said, and I don't think he really went to the thrift store. <laughs> right. He went to the Goodwill and they called it the thrift store. Uh, I like that. Uh, I know when something is purchased from Goodwill. He said, I like, he said, sodomites and lesbos. <laughs> like it's, oh my God. <laughs> That's Google. That's real. Oh Google. man. I wish he was my uncle. <laughs> I love to just have him on the show you know so i could just be like yeah man what you think about uh what you think about warren sap seeing uh prostitutes uh see this the sodomites uh already have semen in the prostitutes now was these some men or some women you know back when i was sucking dick in the 19 oh wait i mean hold on i was tempted to yes, suck I, some I dick. was tempted I, I was around them homosexuals <laughs> you know I've had my salad talk several times in prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes what, uh, I would use great Kool-Aid, you know, uh, also, uh, at times, uh, I wouldn't mind some peanut butter. Oh Lord. You know, you put some peanut butter between the crack of their ass and then, uh, get some bananas ah! and, uh, you turn the bread, the, the butt is the buns. No. And I call that a, I call that an Elvis Presley. No, thank you. It's delicious. 
Mm-mm. I could listen to him all fucking day. I can do the. Oh, thank you. I can do the crazy pastor that tips podcast, but just me ah! coming up with topics for remaining to to discuss. But like, oh, did you hear that? Um, did you hear about the uh people that won't make the cake because they said it's homophobic and uh they don't want to they don't want to uh discriminate against gay people. Or the cake have semen in it? Sure. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna correct them. Sure. Whatever you say. You, go with that. What, continue. <laughs> continue. <laughs> I think that's how I would, <laughs> we're like, yeah, man, you know, uh, President Obama's trying to close some tax loopholes for offshore, um, accounts. Oh, really? Is there a lot of semen in these accounts? Sure. Oh, Lord. Oh, uh, problem. As much semen as you need to get to the next point, brother. Um, so this is becoming a thing and this is fucking stupid and i hope it stops soon chris christie and Rand paul both are anti-vaccinating your kids now um we can't have serious contenders for president of the united states from one party saying stupid shit like this i'm sorry uh yeah he was asked monday to comment on the ongoing measles outbreak at first uh, opted he first opted not to firmly recommend that parents vaccinate their children instead the likely presidential candidate said parents should have some measure of choice in deciding whether their children are vaccinated according to multiple reports however after these remarks caused some controversy his office issued a statement saying the governor believes vaccines are an important public health protection and with a disease like measles there's no question kids should be vaccinated Instead, the statement says Christie was only calling for balance in which degrees of vac- vaccination government should mandate. Initially, Chris, initially Christie has said that his own children are vaccinated. Mary, Pat, and I have had our children vaccinated, and we think that it is an important part of being sure we protect their health and the public health, Christie said, according to Washington Post and New York Times. He said that was the best expression I can give you of my opinion. But he went on to say that parental choice should be key. It's more important that you think as a parent what you think as a public official uh, than what you think as a public official. I also understand that parents need some measure of choice in things as well. So that's the balance that the government has to decide. He added, not every vaccine is created equal. Not every disease type is as great a public health threat as others. His comments came uh, during a trip to England. He stood in front of a facility for Medimmune, an American company that makes a nasal flu vaccine. Oh, man. The day before, President Obama said in a nationally televised interview that parents should vaccinate their children. Um, You know, so people are um, pandering because they see this demographic of people that believe vaccines are the devil and will cause autism in their kids. So they're basically going around like, yep, um, what can I do to get these votes? I mean, we say that they're not a party of science, but and numbers and facts but what's more scientific and number and factual than finding out which people will vote based on a wedge issue and pretending to pander to that issue like i don't think Rand paul and chris christie literally believed that they kid that kids shouldn't get vaccinated i bet you all their kids were right but they were also right they're just saying this shit in a very cynical way to gain an advantage with the voting demographic of people that wouldn't vaccinate their kids because they believe so strongly in it that they think that you can tie that to going out to the voting booth. Rand Paul was actually getting interviewed on TV and uh, he shushed the female reporter that was asking him questions about this. 
Senator, thank you so much for being here on the show. It's good to see you. And, and listen, we have a lot to get to here that's important for our investors. But I just have to begin by asking, did you really just say to Laura Ingram that you think most vaccines in this country should be, quote, voluntary? Well, I guess being for freedom would be really uh, unusual. I, don't, I guess I don't understand the point why that would be controversial. Senator, maybe you're not aware, but there's a huge problem right now with Disney theme parks having to close down because of mumps. Uh, not enough children being vaccinated against measles, mumps, and rubella because their parents, uh, for whatever reason, have decided that it is voluntary. And I can tell you plenty of the people who I work with are really well, concerned about their kids uh, getting sick at school. Uh, here's the thing is, is that I think vaccines are one of the greatest medical uh, breakthroughs that we had. I'm a big fan and a great uh, fan of the history of the development of the smallpox vaccine, for example. But, uh, you know, for most of our history, they have been voluntary. So I don't think I'm arguing for anything out of the ordinary. We're arguing for what most of our history has had. I understand that you're all for the choice. But again, if we're left in a situation where, you know, diseases that were once almost uh, wiped mm -hmm. out are now coming back because people are deciding not to vaccinate their kids, isn't that a right. problem? I think public awareness of how good vaccines are for kids and how they are good for public health is a great idea. You know, we just uh, appointed a Surgeon General. These are some of the things that are things that we should promote as good for our health. But uh, I don't think there's anything extraordinary about resorting to freedom. I'll give you a good example. You know, the hepatitis B vaccine is now given to newborns. We sometimes give five and six vaccines all at one time. I chose to have mine delayed. I don't want the government telling me that I have to give my newborn hepatitis B vaccine, which is, which, which is transmitted by sexually transmitted disease and or blood transfusions. Do I think it's ultimately a good idea? Yeah. And so I had mine staggered over several months. I've heard of many tragic cases of walking, talking, normal children who wound up with profound mental disorders after vaccines. I'm not arguing vaccines are a bad idea. I think they're a good thing. But I think the parents should have some input. The state doesn't okay. own your children. Parents own the children. And it is an issue of freedom. Thank you, Senator. I, I did want you to clarify that. And it is an issue uh, even for shareholders of some of these theme parks and airlines and, and so forth. But let's move on. Obviously, the big news uh, of the day here is the proposal with you and Barbara Boxer uh, that would allow co our companies, which have about $2 trillion worth of cash overseas, to bring it home a one-time holiday, holiday, I think, at a 6.5% corporate tax rate. Senator, I'm sure you know that most of the research on this indicates that these actually cost more money over the long term than they save. Well, Are that's you incorrect. That your plan will be that's different? Your, your, oh, 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 let's go back again. Your premise and your question is mis right. mistaken, okay? Most of the research doesn't indicate that. In fact, there's a prominent study by Robert Shapiro looking at the holiday in 2005 when we lowered the rate to 5%, and his conclusion was that it brought $300 billion new $300 billion of new capital home, and then it brought in about $30 billion of new tax revenue. The whole purpose of doing this is to bring money home. There's right, two it, it works uh, that let, let me finish. Hey, 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 hey let me finish. Hey, hey Kelly. Hey, hey, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Quiet, go ahead. Calm down a bit here, Kelly. Let me answer the oh, question. Oh, no, the he whole... did. And nigga, what? Mm-hmm. That's so dead. He would never did that. Other was a man. That's so goddamn disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Tell her to hush like a motherfucking puppy. Yep. Oh my God. Yep. Shh, Karen. Shh. That's enough, okay? Shh. I don't need to hear anymore what you think about this. 
yeah that's one of them times. that's enough karen okay all right <laughs> getting a little too damn it's a little too much with these opinions mm-hmm. about what a man should tell a woman shh he did that on national television i know he want to be president of the united states which has i don't know women in it right holy shit that's how that's also how republicans treat abortion too well you know um i was uh i do not want to have this look there's some complications in the pregnancy and people are you know it could be some health risks you don't need no rights come on come on if you just let me finish telling you what to do with your body then we could be so much happier right now but all these opinions and rights and shit you're fucking up the program that's enough i was sexually assaulted and i don't want to have this baby it's been 20 weeks 20 weeks in one day you should have did it before no you was out of the country too bad um suge knight's bail got revoked after the police cite him being a flight risk because suge knight ran over two people mm-hmm. which we covered uh it might be on camera it might not be tmz is saying it was caught on camera then later on they said it the cameras are all turned the wrong way so who knows maybe uh maybe yes oh go ahead Go ahead. No, what you no I was I was going to talk about something else we talked about, but go ahead. What the Rand Paul thing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Oh, Shh, that's enough, Karen. <laughs> I don't. Need, <laughs> I don't need to hear what you think about Rand Paul. Okay. It don't matter. You're a woman, and uh, you have not. You have a Johnny lips off, flashing all around. Shit. Ain't it though? Would you like me to show you a little bit more? I, of I them? don't need them to be flapping around. Would you like to look a little bit deeper inside my vagina? I can't hear nothing over. You your, won't see my uterus too. I can't hear nothing over your fallopian tubes. I got some ovaries in here. You would like to take a peek at? Yeah, I can't hear nothing over over that. And uh, I'm gonna need you to calm it down. Those eggs mm-hmm. are all over the place now, mm-hmm. and they're all in Wanna my ears. Crack a few upside your head. <laughs> what are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? <laughs> Go ahead. That fucker. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. Um, back to uh some of the vaccination stuff. Yeah. Um, this is the thing. <clears throat> Americans are stupid and parents are dumb. Uh, and <laughs> I'm gonna I'm say. I already know Leonard Brothers gonna quote that out of context. Just it, Americans stupid and parents are dumb. They are. Um, <laughs> because when it comes to vaccinations. This is stuff that has been tested. You have people that have committed their whole livelihood to these vaccinations. People, scientists, they've done studies. Like there is nothing in the United States. We have some of the toughest policies and rules and, uh, procedures, uh, to get stuff approved. It's shit that gets approved in other countries that never get approved here. It takes forever to get approved here because we, because the process is so strenuous to get shit approved. And, you cannot tell me that parents opting not to vaccinate their children has nothing to do with all this shit that we thought we had eradicated coming back. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this has, and, and a lot of these outbreaks are in predominantly wealthy white areas. This is something else people are not talking about either. Um, and also there is mandates cause your children, your child can't go to school right. without certain shots. I mean, you got to wear a seatbelt when you get in the car. For your safety and others. Right. You got to get your car inspected to make sure the brakes are working, you know, for, for your safety and everybody else's on the road. Um, you need to get a license in order to drive. 
so in order to use the public school system and be around other people's kids you should probably have to get vaccinated you know what about kids with immune deficiency disorders cancer going through cancer treatments things of this nature their immune systems are very low and they're susceptible to these diseases so we need healthy children to not have these diseases it doesn't fucking make sense no it doesn't and my thing is this yo child does shit that children do children they touch shit they blow up on shit they wipe they touch their fingers with their ass up the nose children do shit they 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 throw themselves in mud and touch their knobs and all kinds of bullshit because they don't give a motherfucking fuck about germs <laughs> shit normally kids get sick from normal shit just because they just children and it's just one of those things where um i you're so self-centered and so selfish Oops, sorry Sorry, when, go ahead. No problem. When it comes to these things, because I not now one thing I do agree, I do agree with the fact that hey, maybe you can stagnate and instead of six shots at one, we get two shots a month. Okay, that's cool. But just saying, I'm not vaccinated my child at all. You risk your child dying, and because we have been, America is we have got to the place where we don't have this massive outbreak of shit just killing our children. But in other countries, people walk miles, other right. towns and cities because they know what it is to lose a child to some shit that we take for granted over here in our country <clears throat> that children just don't drop dead from. We don't have 50 to 60 to 70 percent of the children dying from, you know, diseases that kill people in other countries. And because of that, we take it for granted like people are just immune to these things. and We're not immune to them. We just keep people vaccinated from this shit so that you don't get sick. And it doesn't mean you won't get these things. Because some people are get get um shots and get sick as adults. Okay, that's just par for the course. But at the same time, I have not seen any studies that say, well, your child getting vaccinated has something to do with all this other things going on, autism and all this stuff. The thing about it is that science has got better. People have gotten better with um uh pointing this shit out. This shit probably has been here the whole time artism and all that stuff but you know how it is children what wasn't um how you call it pointed out and all that shit so it's not like this shit is brand new and i think the thing that very frustrates me with these parents that they're saying this stuff with no scientific back is how you feel but how you feel has nothing to do with studies telling me that the fucking disney is having measles and mumps outbreak yeah that's just like googling shit right and they, they're like i goog i wiki some shit and now i'm not getting my kid vaccinated it's like yeah well if you fucking go to webmd you got cancer you know like <laughs> i stubbed my toe cancer nigga you're gonna die you know what i mean right. you got, that's age that's the first sign of age stubbing your toe they're gonna bring back the oregon trail like it's gonna be it's gonna be like that game like y'all die yeah, from dysentery they, yeah they're gonna have people die from the dumbest shit because and think about how america freaked the fuck out over a couple people getting ebola right now you got 102 people with cases of uh the measles you got cdc warning that the u.s could see a large outbreak of the measles we are very concerned right. by the growing number of people who are susceptible to the measles and the possibility we could have a large outbreak in this country as a result there are at least 102 reported cases in 14 states um and there's likely to see more cases they said there's an aggressive public health action to identify those with measles isolate those sick and quarantine those who have been exposed but he said the best way to prevent it of course is vaccination right uh the u.s despite its 92 percent vaccination rate 
there's a going there's growing evidence that more parents are not vaccinating their children what we've seen is as over the last few years a small but growing number of people have not been vaccinated the number is building up among young adults in society and that makes us vulnerable one in six kids could have had a fever 10 days after but the vaccine is safe and effective and for those parents that may think that measles is gone it's still here and it can be quite serious and the thing is this we freak the fuck out you know we won't do we want to ban planes we want to shut shit down anything going in and out of africa they're gonna fuck around people gonna ban us from going to other places because we so self-centered and so arrogant that we think can't nothing fuck with us and people don't get vaccinated we're gonna have fucking outbreaks and you're gonna go to other countries and they're gonna be like your ass can't come from here you from america and we're we're be like not us yes fuck us why because we treat other people like this even though it's not all africans we act like if you came from over there you automatically got it because we over um respond to shit same thing with other countries what make you think they won't be monitoring planes going in and out of other countries because they don't want the measles and the mumps breaking out their people over there yeah the the nhl just had a mump scare they had a mumps outbreak in the nhl that's real you know i, I don't understand. i don't want it right like y'all gonna be dying I, from the scarlet fever and the bubonic the, plague the black plague and shit because y'all won't get a fucking vaccinated like a goddamn shot, a shot. yeah it's crazy this, this, I think we need to just let Suge Knight drive to all these people's houses, catch them with their kids outside. Right, and, and 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 the thing about over. it is that <laughs> the thing about it is that okay, you don't want nobody to mandate it. Right. Okay, if your child dies or somebody else makes your child sick because your child is not immune to it, who's held accountable? If you know your child makes somebody else's child sick. Because your child is not vaccinated, who's held accountable? It's like you causing all these problems that's bigger than your motherfucking child. The issue is bigger than your child. Yeah, I agree. Um, but uh, yeah, I say we let Suge get a hold of these motherfuckers and just run their ass over. By the way, Suge's defense is that uh, he didn't even know he hit those people. I don't believe that. That that's his defense. You don't believe that he didn't know or you don't believe that's his defense? That's what he said. I don't believe he didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, he said, I didn't know I hit a guy. Well, I hit a car and I know I hit that motherfucking car. Uh, So I know I know if I hit a person. uh, Well, according to Suge Knight, uh, you can hit a person and be very confused. And the car can't scream. At least a person can scream or something. Ouch. Oh, something. He said, uh, yeah. Whoops. Uh, Didn't even know I hit a guy. You know how it goes. You hit them, and then you can't not sure what happens, so you back up and run over them. Uh, he uh, he claims he was in fear of his life when he gunned his truck, striking and killing Terry Carter and injuring Clee Bone Sloan. Uh, Suge says he had just been beaten up by two to four guys while he sat hostage in his truck, and he says he was frail because he was shot six times last summer, and on top of that, he almost died recently from a blood clot. Suge says he was so discombobulated when he floored it, he had no idea his truck struck anyone. Here's the problem. Even if this gets him out of a hit and run, cops still believe he intentionally tried to run over Bone and then hit Terry by accident. And if that is true, it will still constitute felony murder. So, whoops. Didn't he flee the scene too? Um, yeah. Okay. 
I wonder if he's gonna end up on death row and how ironic that will be. I think he will. Um, uh, probably hit the man because he was a sodomite, something like that. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, um, Johnny Football went into rehab. I mean, that's more of a balls deep thing, but it makes sense. He was playing like something was wrong with him. The way he was playing, I thought something's definitely wrong with this nigga. Like, it just, it ain't right. Um, all right, let's play some games and stuff. Um, because I know everybody wants to play the games. Oh, I remember the last thing I wanted to say. Um, Missy Elliott, Mm -hmm. her stuff, Spotify, like Spotify, rocking it to the top, iTunes. She made the top 10 after throwing, you know, just throwing down. Mm-hmm. Um, says here, uh, iTunes top 200. She might work at number seven. Get your freak on is number 10. Lose control is number 15. Uh, lose control. The clean version is number 140 because no one likes the clean version. Mm-mm. Gossip folk, 146. One minute man, 164. Get your freak on clean, 177 in the rain, 200. Her album titles in the iTunes Top 200, 57, Missy So Addictive, 86, Under Construction, Explicit, 93, Under Construction, Not Explicit, and The Cookbook, Explicit. Uh, she, uh, on Spotify, her stream surge, Lose Control, went up 1,396%. Goddamn. Get Your Freak On, 922%, and Work It, 896%. So. Yep, because you have folks like us going, yes, Missy, then you have people going, who the fuck is this Missy? I gotta find out who she is. Matter of fact, she did better than Katy Perry did for some of this stuff. Not everything, but just some of it. I believe that. Uh, Roar was at number 29. Firework, 31. Dark Horse, 40. I Kissed a Girl, 88. Teenage Dream, 138. This Is How We Do, 142. California Girls featured Snoop Dogg, 150. Wide Awake, 155. Cold, Hot and Cold, 162. Firework, 173. And Teenage Dream, 179. Her albums went up, number four on, on iTunes, number eight, number 11, number 13, 14. So, I mean, this is why the Super Bowl was talking about charging. I still think that's dumb. And she was already one of the top artists, so, you know. Right. But still, this is why. I'm not saying it's okay or I agree with it, but yeah. this is why. They were like, look I at this pay. effect that it will have on your album sales. You actually made money off of this. That's true. I still wouldn't pay. I think it's dumb. Yeah, I wouldn't pay either. And who knows? I don't know if she paid or not, honestly. Yeah, I don't know if she did either. I think they said they charged. You say she charged Rihanna. Rihanna was like, kiss my ass. Yeah, she said she wouldn't do it. Don't uh, blame her. She got the game's numerals tattooed on her finger. Super Bowl. Lenny Kravitz also had album titles in the top 200. 61 Strut and 68 Greatest Hits. Lenny Kravitz Explicit. So good for everybody involved in that, man. You mm-hmm. know, that's the point of, uh, you know, doing a halftime show. You get that themselves um, and then help extend your career and make some money. Uh, all right. What else was I going to do before I do this? Oh, let's talk about some some gay news. Um, see if I can find the person that sent somebody sent me some gay stuff mm-hmm. that they uh, said this is for gay people. Queen Diva, she about to explode. Oh, let's go, let's go, oh, let's go, 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 let's go,
people are getting out to right now uh, apparently so i tell you one thing it's a great workout it means you've been on passed out trying to keep up with that fucking beat yeah i'm already confused um oh me too so don't feel bad this is sodomite music uh <laughs> along with them lesbos lots of semen all in this uh denny's popular breakfast restaurant known for discriminating against african-americans in the 1990s is under fire again this time the claim of discrimination comes from a group of gay lesbian and transgender people who visited denny's after a gay pride celebration in deming new mexico in july 2014 i was very shocked appalled and hurt said manny carlos who was an organizer of deming pride and part of the group who intended to eat at Denny's. According to Carlos's account and legal documents, the group intended to grab a bite to eat after a pride pageant. Many in the group were dressed in formal pageant gear, including some of the men and transgender people at the table. We noticed the serving staff just kept passing us and never offered us nothing to drink. Nothing. We simply asked, when will we be served? When we encountered what well, we were encountered, we were encountered with a lot of derogatory remarks, Carlos told for investigates. I have never experienced anything like this in my life, said Rosie Poquinto, who was also at the table. Uh, P.O. Quinto, sorry. Legal documents state the waitress told them she would not serve the group because, in her words, they were fags and faggots. Oh. P.O. Quinto and Carlos also say the server referred to a transgender person as a boy with tits. When they complained to the manager, they said the manager sided with his server and asked the group to leave. In the early 1990s, the group was forced to pay, uh, the company was forced to pay $54 million. You know, Denny's, like, corporate office gotta be like, are you fucking serious right now? Right. We've been trying to do every, we've been trying to set these two, four, six, and eights. Right. And y'all fucking around and gotta go another motherfucking lawsuit on our asses. They were forced, uh, to pay $54 million in the 90s because they were found to discriminate against black customers. After the payout, Denny's created a racial sensitivity training program for its employees. P.O. Quinto, Carlos, and five other people in the Deming group filed a discrimination charge with the New Mexico Workforce Solutions Department. The group wants a public apology, and they want Denny's to pay $20,000 to Deming Pride. Uh, So they put a settlement demand letter out there. Uh, at Denny's, we value our diverse customer base, according to Denny's, there's a statement, and are committed to treating all our guests with dignity and respect. Denny's does not tolerate any actions of discrimination against any guest or employee, and we take any finding to the contrary very seriously. Our Deming location is an independently owned franchise location, and this restaurant is committed to those same values. The franchisee is working with this group towards a resolution. But the day before the story aired, the firm contacted us again and gave the provide, gave provided this account of events. The franchisee feels this situation was entirely provoked by the group bringing these claims. So now, like, so this is, they and, first give us the cleaned up apology 
like we're gonna work on this version but here's what they sent when they initially got it which in my opinion that initial response typically is your real response right and before you go on this is why they have a suit saying that the corporations need to be accountable for the franchisees because Mm -hmm. y'all all all look the same your menus are the motherfucking same everything is the same and a lot of times corporations use the franchisees as an excuse for them not to deal with lawsuits right but you know what? It's still a goddamn Denny's. I don't give a fuck if it's franchisees own the corporation owns. You are held accountable, which means if the corporation is held accountable for the franchisees fucking up, y'all will be sure that they follow the rules and regulations right. But because you consider them a separate entity, but they pay you to use the brand, you need to be held accountable for when they fuck up. Right. Right. You want to take their profits. Right. Take, take a large percentage of their profits, yes. So this is what they say happened. One, upon being seated, in the group, seated, the group was informed the restaurant was experiencing much higher than normal uh, business and service would be slow. We can document that sales during this period were two to four times higher than during the same period the previous three weeks or the following three weeks. We were handling all the customers in order that they came in, but admittedly there were delays in service. Number two, this group antagonized the server by calling the restaurant phone multiple times. This further delayed service because the server had to stop and answer the phone and try to figure out what the phone call was about. She had to figure out what the call was about because the customers were calling us from inside the restaurant restaurant asking, why aren't you serving us over and over? By the way, only a group of gay people would think something that smart. I wish I had thought of that. Right. That is a why, because you was fucking it. I, you know, I believe that's that she a level was ignoring of, them. Yeah, that's a level of sass that I have not. I would love to ascend to. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, I'm gonna call these motherfuckers and be like, yeah, I'm over at table seventeen. What, what's yeah. up? Yeah, Becky, uh, why aren't you serving me? This group called my server a bitch. They asked her if she was a dyke, and then when my server asked the question, reason for this question, a member of the group said, "Because you look like one." Mm, so it sounded like they was going back and forth, maybe. Uh, four, it was at this point that my server refused to wait on this group. We witnessed, we had witnesses to corroborate this group made these comments. Number five, important context. A, in 2013, a group from the same event came into the restaurant. They were served courteously and professionally by the same server and the management that they were f- working during this 2014 incident. Uh, we have members of the party in 2013 that will verify this. B, we can produce numerous employees, former employees, gay friends of the server, gay family members of my server, and customers that have had interactions with my server over the years. They will enthusiastically state that she is not in any way, shape, or form anti-LGBT. C, the Deming Denny's is located right on the Interstate 10. Many of our customers are interstate travelers. We serve a wide cross-section of American public. I have absolute confidence in my staff to serve all guests equally because we do so every day and have done it for years. Um, and then they say more about Deming Pride. Deming Pride is a nonprofit organization that promotes diversity and acceptance. Each summer, the organization hosts festivals in Deming to celebrate. The organization participates in charitable organizations all year. Man, who knows who's right on that one? Right. And it's sad, but I believe a little bit of both. I believe, you know, I know it might sound funny, but I believe that, and I don't know if it's because they were packed or crowded. Mm. Or they felt like they didn't get service ample enough time, and so they may have harassed her. Well, that's that thing when you've been caught up before, right. like with black people. It's easy for me to believe you might have got caught up with these gay folks talking yeah, that shit. Yeah, and I'm not trying to say they didn't do anything, but mm-hmm. I can't say that you did not not serve them because of the way they looked. Yeah, and I can see if you got like 
like i could see both versions of that event happening me too like because i because like it doesn't sound like denny's retort is well my server didn't do any of this it's no these motherfuckers acting stupid and they they started it and then she fucking went off on their ass and now they want to they want us to come up off some money and we're not planning on doing that correct interesting i wonder where that's going to go anyway let's get into our segment um let's actually start with uh fucking with black people this time haven't done this in a while did we do anything racial earlier we didn't do any fucking with black people type stories yet did we Mm -mm. all right so let's do that just fucking with these black people we're just fucking with these blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play welcome to black history month is fucking with black people the game where we read articles from all over the world and we assign point scores in intervals of 25 all the way up to 100 for fucking with black people and how much we feel fucked with today's contestants everybody oh everybody um let's do this one uh sakalana south carolina high school was vandalized karen uh you know they had those rocks on the front where you can spray paint shit on there mm-hmm. someone wrote on there uh happy nigger month kkk oh lord come at the big ass rocks where they be like school the school spirit rocks basically mm-hmm. yeah all the buses ride by that's normally facing the main road that everybody can see yep mm-hmm. painted the rock black and then they put happy nigger, happy nigger month uh, it will happen Sunday, February 1st. Photos are posted to social media showing graffiti on a large rock that sits outside the front of the high school. The words Happy Nigger Month scrawled in rock, on the rock in spray paint. It was signed to KKK. Uh, it was, uh, it was discovered yesterday morning. Since then, it's been eradicated. People are still calling because it was posted. Whoever did it took a picture. It's not immediately clear if the incident had been reported to police or authorities are aware of the, sus- uh, of the suspect. So, what would you give uh, the KKK rock, Karen? Oh, 100. Yeah, I'll give it 102. I, I like that they waited with the timing <laughs> to, to get it perfect, you know? All right, they had to be sure it hit on the first day. Yeah. Gotta um, get that first hot take. A Virginia um, County official called a 43-year-old black reporter boy during public meeting oh my oh, <laughs> that's a hundred <laughs> tracy powell's an augusta county supervisor loudly voices disagreement with an article written by reporter calvin trice during the staff meeting uh reported uh the news leader um uh it says um he he said uh he went over to tracy uh he went over to the reporter I said, you got it wrong, boy. Uh, son. He oh, said, tried to clean that up, didn't he? Tried to clean it up. Too late. Although Powell's tried to last minute to take back his use of the word boy by replacing it with son, the word slipped out. Four additional supervisors were at the meeting that either said they didn't hear Plies or the, well, wouldn't comment. However, I mean, Powell's or wouldn't comment. However, Powell's admitted to calling Calvin Trace a 43 year old black reporter boy and called it an error. That has bothered me, pal. Said of what happened. It certainly came out. Then I went to Sun. The, the Reverend, 
<laughs> then I went to suck. Oh. He realized he fucked up. It's barely better, but it is better. Reverend Mildred Middlebrooks, uh, the NAACP president from, for 27 years said the slur by Piles was a poor choice and an example of how racism is still alive in the country. The term boy has been a, in usage for such a long time. There are some things that die. There are some things that seem to be like the Phoenix bird to have a rebirth whenever the person using the term has a sense of big headedness power. <laughs> big headedness power. Middlebrook said that for a black man to be called boy in 2015 begs the question of how far we've come in racial relationships, especially if an elected official is harboring these kinds of thoughts. She said, the supervisors meet monthly for a staff briefing to hear the county departments and to discuss topics of interest. It's a less formal gathering than the supervisors twice monthly meetings and the audio is not recorded. With about 30 minutes left of the three and a half hour meeting, Powell's address. What is that? A podcast for us? That's nothing. Address the board but, and trice. But we doing entertainment. We just talking about where you going over your FTP reports well, you, and what everybody been doing for you the start day. Start calling niggas boy at the meeting. It's entertaining to me. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's true now. I would have sat up. Like, mm, been, what, my, mo- what motion is this I'd again? Like, mm, what are we voting on? <laughs> um, are we gonna lynch the boy? What's happening? He said an article about yeah. a. Clo- he said an article about a closed meeting defamed him, and that he was reacting to being called improper and having his picture on the front page. Made it seem as if I'm unethical. I'm trying to tell them that they shouldn't have that they shouldn't have done that. So it comes out and it was immediately followed by son. When asked why he used the words boy and son to address Trice, Powell said he talks to everyone like his sons, including colleagues and reporters. It's the same way I talk to my sons here and say that. That was as soon as it left my mouth, I knew it was going to be misinterpreted. <laughs> right. I have boys. Listen, boy, you can't do that, Powell said. That's the way I talk to them. The fact that I would think to Cal- of Calvin no different than I do anybody else, it came out. But I know the world looks at things differently. Powell said that he understands the word boy has historical significance in how it was and used as a derogatory way to address black people. But that was not his intention. I understand how people take that. And it's because how I n- talk naturally, you know, to everybody or anybody who would be of that about that age. I followed it up with as soon as it came out of my mouth, I immediately went to sun. After four years covering the supervisors, covering the supervisors, Trice knew Piles was going to say something about his article on a closed meeting about the courthouse that was held improperly. It, if I, it came in the middle of a tirade against my report. That was expected, Trice said. But when that word came up, that's the only thing about that whole scenario that surprised me. That one word. It's the first time it got uncomfortably personal. Trice said that boy is a racially charged word and that he was offended by the use of it by Piles. The context was obviously angry, and that's a term that, when it's been used against me, was a racial slur. I put down. So, um, whew. Uh, what would you give this, Karen? Zero to a hundred. Oh, that's a hundred. Give it a hundred. Yeah. No, no, I said seventy-five because he he did it was like my bad. Yeah, I want to say this might sound controversial, but I would probably give it like a fifty. I can see that. That makes sense. That Players makes fuck sense. up. Players fuck up. Now, y'all. if he'd have doubled down, he'd have got 100. Yeah, like, I really do think he fucked up. Like, he he tried to fix it immediately. Right. It would be like if... It would be like if I got in a heated discussion with somebody, with a woman, and I was like, girl, please. And then they was like, so I'm a girl? I'm a grown woman. And I'd be like, 
you know what that is i did fuck up i can see how you would take offense to that even with me not meaning it in a manner of let me let me take you away your womanhood out of this you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. or even if i or or even worse i would have said it to a guy i would have said uh you know boy please but also it would have still been an insult but i wasn't trying to throw gender in it. i was going to insult anybody that way correct that's what i think happened to him (laughs) but (laughs) that person was black and he fucked up because he tried to fix it real quick he's like uh son (laughs) why couldn't they have the audio i know it was so good Oh, you know what? Oh, man. Yeah, so I was going to give it 100, but I thought about it. I was like, no. No. In fact, you're right. I didn't even drop it down to 50 because it's like, that, that's not like sincerely like, oh, fuck, when it came out of his mouth. Yeah. Oh, my God. Whew. That is so good. Oh. Nothing worse than when you fuck. Because <laughs> we don't, I guess it's just funny to me because it sounds like he didn't mean to. Like, oh, no. if he really would have been like, because we've, we've read some articles on this show mm-hmm. where people say something like that and it's like, yeah, fuck him. He's a boy or whatever. Like, right. Well, you, you know, need colored is an offensive term. I know. I, that's why I used it. Because <laughs> I meant for you. I, I want him to be offended. Right. Like, like this dude was really like oh no oh lord i done fucked up (laughs) (laughs) my bad this this was not the thing this was not the right word to say i call my son boy but you ain't my son my i'm sorry right i'm gonna be in the paper i'm gonna be in the papers again i do not want tmz record me (laughs) and trying to explain it just make it worse like you know i call my son's boy like oh my god Mm -hmm. and plus the other thing i'm factoring in is he's probably oh like 70 and this dude's 45 so to him he still is a boy it's all relative right but but to us we're like you called a 45 year old black man <laughs> oh boy oh boy but this ain't roots like that's <laughs> oh my god i wish i could have been in the room to make it worse because i would have instigated it oh, like nah nah i'm not your son oh your boy tell him <laughs> anyway <laughs> next segment Call them five star. Star nigga, that's a five star click. That's a six. That's that new L6. Even pay her rent. Best money ever spent. I can't even lie. I'm so super hot. I'm she love you not. All my bitches love me. All right. Here's a. I'll let you pick, Care. Okay. All up in the DMs, 50 Cent exposes ASAP Rocky for being thirsty. That's number one. Ah, right, we'll let the audience pick. That's number okay, one. Okay, we'll let them pick. Yeah, number one. Number two, groupie tells sex with Shannon Brown is what wet dreams are made of. Oh, 
that's number two number three court documents detail how iggy azalea met hefe wine and how she may have let lied in court that's number three number four k michelle breaks it off with bobby may says he's fame hungry bobby may's news leak and number five woman puts javel mcgee on blast but who was wrong all right let's go with those we got one through five yeah time for y'all to vote so we'll see what everybody thinks one one five five oh one and five man they they are going pretty hard right now five got three uh two four four five again man five five got five in a row five it looks like it's five Five. yeah i got five too gotta go with five for five star bitch uh this is a long one a lot of comments all right you guys picked wisely today took a while for y'all to get to this one i know but you finally got to it yeah they they getting used to it now woman puts javel mcgee on blast but who was wrong by 11 8 i was contacted by the young lady who recently told her cautionary tale of being flown out by a baller and you only use for sex to keep a long story short she had been talking to javel mcgee of the denver nuggets for several months he was under the impression that um what he was or she was let me see for several months um Oh, so she was. Okay. She was under the impression that they had a relationship, but when he finally flew her out to meet him, all he wanted to do was keep her cooped up and have sex. You know, this is how I always figured that it went down with ballers. You know, they just fly you out. A lot of times they're not interested in relationships. He didn't take her out. He didn't spend time with her. He didn't even buy her food. Damn. No, they just want to fuck you, put your ass back on plane, and send you back home. For the longer version of the story on Black Sports Online, uh, they link you to it. Here it is. I know anytime a woman says that she never has dated an athlete, she isn't that type of woman that throws up all types of red flags. I'm not going to say that. I have had athletes trying to get with me since I was 18 years old. And although I had never been in- intimate with one, I have dated rappers and high profile people in the past. I have been on World Star Hip Hop videos and some may consider me a vixen, but all I ask is that you listen to my story because it isn't about exposing. It is about possibly helping someone in the future. So she's already got, got me hooked. Okay. And here's a picture of supposedly what she looks like. I put a picture of him in there earlier. Um, you took it down or? Mm-mm. I don't know where it went. <laughs> me either. All right, so um, this is a picture. Oh, okay, it's, I don't think it ever posted. Okay, it's out there at the bottom. Oh, the picture here. Okay, all right. So um, I I developed a friendship with Denver Nuggets center JaVale McGee. It started like I assume most friendships start between athletes and women these days via Twitter. This wasn't unusual. I have a lot of athletes DMing me, and most of the time I just ignore them. But he persisted, and eventually DMs turned into text, text turned into Skype sessions. I felt so, sort of sorry for him because people say he isn't the brightest guy and would talk about how lack of basketball skill, his lack of basketball skills on the court. It may not hurt his feelings, but as my friend, I felt for him. I saw a more human side of him, and honestly, people have made fun of me in the past, so I understood what he was going through, and we had that in common. He'd say very sweet things, even made a picture of me once. I have I confided in him. I trusted him with personal information, etc. Me and my grandmother would pray for him to have good games. 
we even skype once while my mother was was room singing for us was in the room singing for us and in general we were getting along he would text or skype right after games to tell me how he was feeling it was really sweet if he'd go out to a club i would try to make sure he uh he was safe returning home and had a designated driver etc i work a lot and long hours so trying to stay up was not an easy feat and although he didn't ask i cared enough to do it just because a person has money does not always mean that they have a driver when going out he would ask me constantly to see him but i declined mostly because of work but also because i was leery because groupie tales i read ironically me and javel laughed at a couple of groupie stories on bso one about a girl going to vegas and getting arrested and another about a girl just who was flown out and just got salisbury steak she spelled steak s-t-a-k-e type of steak uh <laughs> that's no type of, no steak is spelled that way uh the that's fact wrong type because it's not the vampire st- yeah it's <laughs> not the vampire or the, i don't know what that is the fact that i know the people from vegas and the salisbury steak story is hilarious to me in itself what's even more hilarious is that these two uh this is 11 8 uh editorializing uh what is even more hilarious is that these two stories would have been cautionary tales for you had you listened but i digress let's continue right all right let's see where this goes javel said he would never be like that but that was obviously a lot after five months i finally agreed to meet him on august 8th damn remember the day i waited that long to be sure that he wasn't going to look he wasn't just looking for a jump off i also thought this was a big deal for him because according to javel he doesn't fly bitches out in the off season my flight was delayed so i got there late i was hoping to have some chill time to chill but as soon as we got inside the room he wanted to sex eventually we did have sex and i sort of understood since he had waited five months to see me but he immediately started acting odd he decided to sleep on the couch instead in the bed with me he also said he had practice early in the morning when i awoke he was already gone he came back midday once again he was tired and was going to take a nap that was fine i wanted to take a walk but to my surprise while i was walking around i see him outside walking as well oh damn so he just trying to get rid of her mm-hmm. when i got back to the room he had bought chipotle for himself and none for me oh my god this is chipotle <gasps> <laughs> you know how they, we've been talking they've been making jokes about chipotle on the site mm-hmm. she is chipotle oh lord i bet you she, i bet you she is Petty as it may seem, it's the little things that count. This nigga was spent. Oh, so this was the chick they was talking about when they were making them Chipotle jokes. Yes. $8 and you can't, he won't buy $8 for no Chipotle, man. It ain't like he got to put the guac. Shit, at least Tiger Woods was willing to spend five. Once again, I thought his behavior was cold, but I was really trying hard to make this work. Even though he was acting like he didn't really want anything to do with me, he claimed he had to go to practice again and that he would be back later. Again, I was left in the room with nothing to do but wait on him. When he came back, he wanted to have sex again, and I agreed. I assumed after that, since he hadn't taken me out all day, we would go to the movies or do something besides just having sex. No, he proved that from the beginning, sweetie. Again, I was wrong. He said he was tired again and didn't want to go out. Instead, he went to get a haircut. By then, I was starting to see the writing on the wall and left the room. I was invited to a party, but I wanted to go out with JaVale since I went back. So I went back upstairs to try one more time. He noticed my outfit, but still did not want to go out because it was too hot. <laughs> he didn't want to be seen with you, sweetie. It's too hot. 
person he didn't want to be seen with you oh my god maybe he got a woman right a wife or, you don't know at this point i was getting more annoyed and he was still he still refused to go anywhere outside with me i asked him why didn't you just get a prostitute mm, that's a loaded question i told him that wasn't why i came and he shouldn't communicate anymore because i'm not a jump off he obviously didn't want to deal with me anymore at that point told me he was getting me my own room and that most athletes would just kicked me out he called downstairs got me a room that was ready in 15 minutes i even had to demand that he see me to my room at this damn he was like just go he wasn't even gonna walk into the room all right you, i'm surprised well we might get a st- uh, for the it wouldn't surprise me if he would like put that in that bitch's name yeah right right because he was like um as far as i'm concerned i'm paying for my room i didn't promise to pay for your room at this point i acknowledge that i could have expressed my disappointment with him in a less argumentative way oh she's still taking it on herself i felt bad about the fight so i apologized to him and had sex with him again damn which was stupid she says in retrospect that probably did make me look like i was okay with just having sex and being treated a certain way i admit to that damn are you serious Mm mm-hmm you can't fuck them after the argument you don't respect me anyway right grapefruit your dick uh the story goes on and on you can read it on bso but like i said before this is editorializing but what i found out about the story is that she made it a point to mention two stories that she laughed at about other girls who had baller encounters go wrong yeah he laughed with you right as he planned to do it to you correct just like many of you guys are laughing at her right now did we miss the lesson in those other stories does it suck now to become the very story you laughed at all because you didn't prepare yourself and swore it would never be you it's a dangerous world out here and you'd be lucky to be the salisbury state groupie over the vegas groupie be ah. be thankful all you left with, with was a bruised ego and not a rap sheet i remain neutral in situations like this uh these because it's unfortunate I post the good and the bad because I want people to learn from them. The girl obviously wants women to learn from her mistake as well. So that's why she can she contacted me to clarify. I got the chance to ask her a few of the questions I knew you guys would want to know. Simple things like what made you feel special? Why did you still have sex with him realizing he was being standoffish? The response is below. The intro. I've been a member of your site for a while. Always standing up for JaVale. He had a French, we had a friendship over five months and he was really special to me. He treated me less than subpar when we met. And yes, he saw me on Skype before we met. It wasn't about looks. He really never cared about me and only wanted me for sex. Not looking for money. Just don't want another woman to think being, being going through that, what I went through. On um, what made her feel special and why she still had sex after he was standoffish. I think to keep a man's attention for five months is hard to do. So the fact that he was still interesting, I mean, interested, keep me, kept, keep me holding on to hope. JaVale is different. In the context of attitude, he does weird things. He has little quirks to him. I do as well. Something we both like to do was look at silly YouTube videos. Nigga, that's everybody. Okay. Right. As fickle as it sounds, it was these simple things that made me see him in a different light. This is just because a nigga got money in the, in the NBA. He paying mm-hmm. you any little bit of attention. You start adding extra meaning to it that really isn't there. Right. Look at this 10 second cat video. Oh my God, JaVale, my pussy wet. I love you. <laughs> he would also ask my about my granny. Made a picture of me once. May seem petty. I mean, may seem pretty, but no baller I ever talked to or texted has done that. I thought I was on a good path with him because little things he adhered to. Like apo- always apologizing or correcting himself if he referred to women as bitch. 
so he's like oh these bitches oh i'm sorry girl i don't mean that you ain't one of them bitches yet he's like i i, I don't mean to say bitches i i i only say that after i fuck you right he tried harder to make convo because he is a man of very few words it seemed like he was trying we literally texted every other day at least for the entire duration of our quote-unquote friendship on whether the sex was good yes the sex was good painful at times but good the bed was a mess with chocolate the first time we were intimate nonetheless it all 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 it took for it to be correct was to pull the covers back chocolate the hell um, y'all eat doing food? They were doing some freaky shit. I was trying to rationalize his actions because to me, JaVel was a friend. When he got Chipotle, I was taking a nap, but nonetheless, he could have gotten me something still. I still was trying to rationalize his actions. I was trying to make excuses for him. Cause he didn't, yeah, he didn't give a fuck about you. I don't know if she ever considered him coming to see her instead. No, never entered my mind. I work more than he does. I'm an introvert like him. Not many friends. Family doesn't reside in the state. I do not enough to go to hear wait not enough to hear to have prefer him to come out this way um uh, is this your first encounter with a baller i know many ballers i've been intimate with a man who used to play football he was already done by the time we started dating I, a while ago but other than that never what do you hope to teach what did you learn just the way the pros and the cons about being involved with an athlete if he's making you feel as though he cares make him show you with actions instead of words so she went on to say, this is 11-8. My advice, you're a beautiful girl, but let this be a lesson. Five months if isn't long enough to think you have a man figured out. Just because he's devoted five months to you isn't saying that you are the only one. Right. A man can have five months worth of Skype sessions while you, while, with you while having a year-long relationship with the next chick. It happens. Five months isn't long enough to make any assumptions. When it comes to most ballers, you are merely an option. Also, always keep in mind a man's intention when he flies you out. You've read these groupie tales before, and although they were comical at the time, you find yourself becoming another one of them. Should have taken heed and learned from these other girls' experiences so you could you would have known what to expect. I think deep down you knew he wanted sex, and that's why you gave it to him. Right. The problem is you expected him to change after giving him the sex, and he mm-hmm. didn't. Because all pussy is the same. There's nothing spectacular about your pussy. He was standoffish when you got there. He was standoffish after you gave up the panties, yet you gave him sex not once but twice after the fact. When you met someone and they, when you meet some, wait, when you met someone and, and they some, when you meet someone and they show you who they are, believe them. No need in trying to justify their actions. Just accept that is who they are. Fact is, JaVale showed you exactly who he was within the first five minutes. You met him. He wanted to have sex. He left. <laughs> when he, Then he did it to you two more times in case you didn't get it the first time. The lesson learned here is to not assume that you are any different than any other girl or that your baller is any different than any other baller. Test the waters first by having him go out to out of his way for you. It's nothing for a baller to buy a coach ticket to come see him that's mere gas money time however is something that is priceless if he can go out of his way to give you time then you may be on to something another lesson never give up the panties thinking that's going to change any situation if he was a dick before no amount of vagina is going to make him less of a dick right only one member likes this and now two members like it <laughs> now uh, now we got some comments on this joint um Woo, I, we can't do all of them because there's 15 pages of comments. Oh, no. We can't do all of them. When she said, this this one person said, when she had sex with him the third time and then she posted a gif 
<laughs> um, uh, some Star Trek of a dude slapping his forehead. Uh, I'll see if I can put it in the chat for y'all so y'all can see it yourselves. But it's so funny. Uh, Live Life 25 says, good analysis. Seems like she's still fairly new to the baller game, as in actually dealing with them and not just having them be attracted to her. Chalk it up to an L and hopefully do better next time. D double D says, hell, if she's a member of BA, her ass should have came on her, should have came on here and asked for some suggestions. She didn't have to say any names. FYI, it's not hard to hold a man's attention for five months if he is really into you. Beautiful Brownie says, thanks for the extra info. I was definitely interested to know what made her sleep with him the second and third time. Cute says, forget that friendship they had. This is why you wait to be in a committed relationship with a man before having sex so this doesn't happen. As a baller, he had money to fly her out, but even a regular non-athlete would have pulled this stunt. Right. I feel bad for her until she said she had sex with him after he was acting on top of not bringing her back Chipotle. <laughs> niggas is mad about that food, lady. Yes, nigga, what? Rudy, man. I mean, I understand, you know, but mm-hmm. I don't. And, and put it like this: at least give me some Chipotle for fucking you and stuck in your dick. Come on, right? Dog. I mean, for eight dollars, at least some Cadova. Right? Me, I, I wouldn't have been so mad if it's Chipotle. Uh, as women are, as women, our biggest prize. We have to give men as our bodies. And if we cherish them more, we wouldn't allow men to easily use them. Even if he really liked her once he got the sex and that was it. If he, if he first night slash day should have spent more, should have spent getting to know him on a face to face basis. And if there was a connection, I do feel bad for her. I've just started mentoring high school girls. So I'm sensitive right now to women being taken advantage of. My mini rant comes from frustration to getting them to understand men are slick and no matter how sweet he seems, continue to play defense until a relationship is completely established. Miss, you can never get enough says, I want to know why her ass didn't leave. Right. Then she says, um, she said he always corrected himself when calling other women bitches. Okay. First signs of a disrespectful ninja. Right. Cause whatever you think about other women, you don't think, think about, about you. you too. You ain't special. Mama Dragon Slayer Puss responds. And, oh, before you yes. go on, we done read too many ball alerts. Did what they hold back, say, have extra money, be mm-hmm. prepared. Take a, she was a not prepared. Flight. Right. That was like, be sure you got to, to go in the return flight and confirmation. At miss.ucan, uh, this is for Mama Dragon Slayer Puss. She probably didn't have enough money to pay to change her flight departure date. It was clear she didn't have enough food for food or else she would get the hint much quicker. She even admitted to going for a walk and at cute committed relationships are just as easy to walk away from as non-committed relationships. They are just a matter of words spoken or unspoken. Marriage is not even a guarantee that he will do you right. You just have to keep your eyes open and a plan in the back of your mind that will keep you on track to emerging from any interaction in the situation you can live with and build from planet jane lane says first of all javel mcgee is probably the dullest crayon in the box have you seen him play groupies tend to have this notion yeah. notion that if they just let the baller hit one time that baller will be like pussy whip for life not the case ballers get pussy all the time even his dumb ass your pussy is nothing special on its own you have to offer it later as part of a package <laughs> part of package deal <laughs> Would you like to upgrade to the pussy package? Oh, well, hmm. uh, what are the specials? Yeah. By the way, <laughs> by 
by the way i can't deal with her reading way into the skype combos niggas get lonely and will talk to anyone um sissy says laughing my ass off 17 o's then she came back and said i actually remember a member on here defending him didn't feel like digging it up but it wasn't too long ago i'm sorry he's just too stupid for me to even take this story seriously the girl sound like she's nice but five minutes to a convo with him she should have realized how slow he is maxwell's muse says why would you why you would you still hold up in a room in damn vegas you don't need slash have to sit around and wait on him to have fun make your own she sound about as slow as him also plus one to what at plain jane said your pussy is not special boo boo ball alert commented so she basically received no chipotle and fucked him on a doo-doo stain mattress come on boo we had to do better you pro you could have reject you could have received more from tone netflix pizza and a $2,500 laptop ready to settle down says lol sound like she's so hyped up on her looks and personality she doesn't even know when someone's using her as a tool to cure boredom siren says i remember that salisbury steak story that was the funniest smut groupie story i ever heard bitch got a hungry man salisbury steak dinner and some peen <laughs> Max oh, we read Salisbury steak yeah. Max no Maxwell okay. Muse says at sign I am done ha 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 what the fuck is Salisbury steak anyway basically ground beef shaped steak like damn at boss said uh, 11A said at boss at least the laptop lol so Tone I don't know who Tone is but he must have been the one that gave somebody a laptop Maxwell Muse says I know that child salty he ain't cop a burrito for her too Jeez, this is hilarious for me. I don't feel sorry for her, and she made herself look bad. Not him for divulging this awful truth. At Ball Alert, we got to do better indeed. D-Double-D said, y'all are really cutting up today. To my knowledge, Salisbury Steak has gravy on it, too. So, yes, it's hamburger meat shaped like a steak with gravy, right? Oh, Lord, if you don't know nothing about Salisbury Steak. Siren says, isn't there a post on here schooling these young girls? what not to do if not please we need to start one and lesson number one could be chipotle list girl and salisbury steak bride i swear i would have shoved that chipotle down his throat left that room to meet another met another baller and bounce she was in vegas for goodness sakes where is stevie when you need him he got some passengers for this for the bus <laughs> 11 8 posted a picture of stevie's bus it said there's plenty of room yes uh ball alert said 11 8 i hate you bonita said laugh my ass off of stevie's bus so everybody was laughing at the stevie bus thing yes brie brie said blank stare first off who the hell is he why did she include her picture hell why did she even tell anybody this she should have just took this to the grave <laughs> she <laughs> she put her on blast she did i agree yeah i would have died with this one Oh, yeah, wouldn't nobody have known about this one. That Hungry Man Salisbury State be on point, but I prefer banking with ones and not from a dinner from a dude, uh, says Miss You Can Never Get Enough. Crown Royal says, oh, never seen her before. Shaking my head, shaking my motherfucking head. It's bad enough that she going off at the mouth about her own dumb hoe stories, but why, why, why would you attach your face to it? Planet Jane Lane says, Munge Banquet is that shit uh yeah i don't understand what's wrong with these girls these days just giving the puss up for free she should have took her ass to a club and found another baller in vip how the hell you have sex three times with a nigga that shares nothing 
what did she eat during the trip because it would if he wouldn't buy her chipotle he damn sure ain't taking her to a buffet right maxwell's muse says that brie i just said the exact same thing to the damn grave he's a young basketball player originally drafted by the washington wizards but he was traded to denver this past season yeah they be knowing they keep up with him they be knowing uh ball alert said why didn't she order room service on his credit card i would have charged it up shit be too uh, um uh someone the post someone mentioned they put a post on to find to, to, uh, it was like a forum that said dc chicks javel what is up with him or something like that mm-hmm. and i guess that person was trying to figure out who was the person in that thread that was defending him so they could be like see this is the person that went out there okay sissy says at boss hello she's so much better than me because i would have charged the spa dinner the lunch the salon and a hotel car service to his room ha ha stupid chick shaking my head moving in silence says i don't think i would have told my closest friends this story she put herself on blast here and as oh. soon as he left the room i would have laid i would have had room service on the way up ready to settle down says damn right i would have been living it the hell up but i guess since she says she cared about him she didn't want to come off as groupie ish what the fuck ever Mama Dragon Slayer Puss says, at ready, she got groupie treatment anyway, so, LOL. 11.8 says, the minute he got shifty, got the panties, then dipped, I would have threw out a cur- uh, all the courtesy and respect I had for him. I would have lived it up on his dime, LOL. Maria says, yeah, she ordered room service. They ate together. She had chauffeurs coming and going. Says it on her Twitter. They had sex, and he left right after. That's a first. University of Smitty says, LOL of Maria. Good try, girl. I knew it was only a matter of time, LOL. And Maria's post like a smiley face with a lot of smiles. Like when you put the parentheses or mm-hmm. the semicolon and then the, then the parentheses. Mama Dragon Slayer put says, well, it did say that did it and that they did it and he went to sleep. Maybe they ate together when he woke up and he had chauffeurs coming and going while he was asleep or at practice. It also says she noticed on the last day that he didn't want to go out in public with her and she was surprised that he didn't want to party with her when he saw her in her party dress. She said that he was too tired. Maybe the chauffeur came to get her and took her to the party that night too. Maybe she took a walk that day just for the sake of enjoying the weather and not because she had been cooped up in the room since she landed and they went immediately into sex. I'm getting it now. So I guess on Twitter, this girl's Twitter account is explaining us more details. Okay. Miss, you, Miss, you can never get enough says, okay, since she's a member, maybe she can answer our questions. Don't worry about be getting, being ridiculed. Oh, nigga, it's past that. <laughs> Y'all spent all day going in on her. You can't be like, well, don't worry right. about it. We on page four or five now. Come on. You've already put your picture out. So please just make us understand. Did he buy you anything to eat at all? Did y'all talk at all while you were visiting? Bonita said, now this is starting like, two different stories at maria hey girl do clear it up uh so i guess maria was the person that that's supposed to post here okay maria i got a few questions how old are you what was the agreement prior to you going to see him did he pick you up at the airport and i'm with munch did he buy you anything at all miss midwest says one what's bso two maria is this your story oh lord so maria ain't posting yet aka maddie says i'm a white i am white javel is whack but love him on shacked in the fool obsessed not in a groupie fashion so lol saying it to me oh so lol is saying it's me so aka maddie's like it ain't me 
true to this says how do we know exactly who she is sounds like this girl only wrong doing was going out there with the genuine intention of being with him not for a booty call but hopefully starting a relationship she was wrong in my book because if that's all he wanted he could have said something from the jump oh he was wrong all that chit chat via skype and the phone is null and void she'll be okay and can still land a baller i'm sure of that someone just posted a gif saying shaking my head at the whole story uh i'm thinking he thought the sex is going to be better than it was and just kept doing it because she was there in hopes that it may get better says slim g but she has contradictions in her story anyway nothing major but clearly she says i've dated rappers and high profile people in the past then she then she was asked is this your first encounter with a baller and yeah she did say she never dated one she said she had been intimate with a man who used to play football uh, so I'm with Sissy on this one. I cannot take this seriously. And in light of the election coming up, <laughs> election? What? Uh, I'm bringing back the SSE, Sasha Side Eye, on this one. Laugh my ass off at Slim G. Girl, a man will screw anything that's available. He wasn't looking for the quality of sex. He just wanted a nut. Ha 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 ha. I still don't see, still don't see Maria posting. Uh, but anyway, man, I, I, this could go on forever. Guys. Right. Like this is only page six of over f- of 15 pages. Do we have any comments? Do we? Um, nah, cause it's too old. Okay. You know, I feel like, you know, there's nothing really we to do, say. Okay. Do more of the current stuff. Um, uh, yeah. You know, maybe I'll just post a smiley. Uh, I just do the one where the person's rubbing their head. Like what the fuck, you know? that's it that's all we're gonna post today okay um but that's a baller alert for the night guys i'll pick the good one What you don't got it, I do grade A shit. I'm the realest nigga out. And these a remix. Five star kid. Five star kid. Alright. Um. Let's see. We've been going quite a while, but uh, we got time to do some uh, guest the race here. Mm-hmm. Uh, where's my guest the race music? Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room's racist. Very. Um, all right, let's uh, start with this one. Um, make sure I got a picture before I hit play. All right, Chicago. For the second time in less than three weeks, an Uber driver has been charged with sexually assaulting a male passenger. I'm scared of Uber. I me too. That's why when they was like, it's the one that shot her, I was like, I don't know, and fuck it, I'm not trying it. Yeah, yeah. Uber just, I don't know, Uber just not, I mean, it's, it might be the same percentage or lower of taxis, and maybe they just don't write too much about taxis anymore, because it's not the 
but i don't know it seems like it's happening not the it thing but I, shit i'm learning taxes police said uber driver adnan nafasat of villa park was charged with criminal sexual assault and unlawful restraint and kidnapping nafasat 46 appeared in court on wednesday the driver was ordered to be held on $150,000 bail. Steve Chapman, a spokesman for Cook County State's Attorney Office, said, Prosecutors stated in court that Nafisat, in fact, worked for the ride-sharing company UberX and was asked by the 21-year-old male victim to be picked up um, at this location. The pickup was scheduled for early morning. Man, getting sexually assaulted the first thing in the morning, the rest of your day can't go right. Oh, no, sure can't. As the victim was about to enter Navasat's vehicle, he was told to sit in the front seat alongside Navasat because the driver said the rear seats were soiled and broken. Right then, I don't want to get in your fucking car. Right. You're Uber and you got soiled, broken seats in the back. They will let that happen. After the victim told the driver the destination, Navasat reached over and grabbed the victim's thigh and tried to kiss him forcefully. It was pointed out in court that Navasat was heavier than the victim by approximately 130 pounds. The victim was unsuccessful in removing Navasat or resisting his additional advances. Navasat explained that Navasat grabbed the victim's throat at one point. Uh, at one moment, the, the man's, uh, wait, at one point moment, the, na- the man's neck so hard that the victim thought he would pass out. The victim was taken to a local hospital where Navasat tried to perform additional acts of sexual abuse, but the victim shoved the offender away. So he took him to the hospital. After the victim begged to be taken home, Navasat complied. A police report said Navasat was arrested by the Greater the Great Lakes Regional Fugitive Task Force and was identified in a photo lineup. On December 30th, a second Uber driver was charged with sexually molesting a female passenger in November. Guess the race of Mr. Adnan Navasat. Uh, Adnan strikes again, serial Pakistani. Oh, my. Alibaba, says Dr. Dostax. Alibaba. A fat pack, says, yep, that girl. Sand nigger, says black ass Rob. The only thing is that they're driving on regular car insurance, which isn't valid. Well, Markham, that isn't a fucking race. Indian uh, black guy in Chicago would have just shot the victim. One of them Arabs from the corner store. Camel breeder, one who gets singled out at the airport Arab. Indian sand schwars. Uh, his Uber car uh, was actually a camel Middle Eastern. The correct answer is Middle Eastern. I think they got it all right. Damn, y'all racist. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, Potomac woman poses as real estate agent, allegedly steals $83,000 in designer jewelry from upscale homes. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she oh. pretended to be a real estate agent touring million-dollar homes where she stole designer jewelry to the tune of $83,000. That's right, and today a judge sentenced 58-year-old Sally Spiesman of Potomac to one year in jail. Montgomery County reporter Kevin Lewis was there in the courtroom when prosecutors shared incriminating evidence and a story that you saw first on 7. 
GoPro video captured Sally Spiesman in action, rummaging through a stranger's closet on a hunt for jewelry. Watches, uh, bracelets, jewelry. Prosecutors say the 58-year-old, who resides in this million-dollar Potomac home, scoured the Internet for luxury properties listed on the market. There's a visceral reaction. People uh, feel that when they see the video. They think, that could have been my home. In total, Spiesman snagged 83 grand in valuables from nearly a dozen homes, including Carlos Bonilla's million-dollar Bethesda abode. Bonilla lost three items, including a gold bracelet like this one. It was a prized family heirloom passed down from his late parents. It was a piece that I meant to give to my daughter and that I'm not going to be able to because when these things hit the, the resale market after a theft, they just get melted down for scrap. Nevertheless, friends describe Spiesman as kind and generous and credit her for helping countless people as a substance abuse sponsor. It's not the whole Sally. There's a really good Sally um, in there. And life has been complicated and difficult, and she made some wrong choices. Whether Sally learns it or not, I don't know, but maybe it'll inspire other people to live a good life. And so Sally Spaisman will spend the next year in jail, followed by probation and 200 hours of community service. And don't forget, she's also ordered to pay $83,000 in restitution. The judge today saying, quote, it is the right thing to do. In Rockville, I'm Kevin Lewis, ABC 17. All right. Um, guess the race of Sally Spaisman. Let's check the chat room, see what they believe. Uh, impossible white man with ovaries, says Howard. Um, alright. Waiting on some more guesses. Fool people into thinking she sold million dollar houses, white. Genius plan, white. She celebrated, I like how genius means white. Like it was so smart, only a white person could do it. <laughs> she, she celebrated with a cheese, uh, mayo sandwich, white. Oh. She's in the house without breaking and entering, sympathetic white woman. They were way too nice in this piece. Must be white. White, only one one who thinks Katy Perry discovered Missy Elliott out <laughs> and, and put on wait out her on the music and put her on the music scene. Only a white woman can enter those houses. White collar crime, white skin. Correct answer is white. Yeah, and, and the thing about it is that, yeah, people with that much money, yes, a lot of these people have cameras in their homes and shit like that. Because they like uh, motherfuckers steal. Right. That's how she ended up getting caught. Right. Real estate. More like still estate. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's do this one. St. Charles County, Missouri. Uh, mom is accused of having sex with her son's 12 year old friend. Oh, so that was a real First mother I like to fuck. St. Charles woman is accused. Say what, baby? So that was a real case of mother I like to fuck. She was a MILF, all right. First on Fox, a St. Charles woman is accused of sexually abusing a 12-year-old. The boy was a friend of the woman's child. Fox News Betsy Bruce reports the relationship lasted for nine months. Betsy joins us now from St. Charles with the story. Betsy. Well, Tom and Mandy, police believe that there is only one victim in this case, and they say the woman and the child had professed love for each other. 
30-year-old Nicole Marie Smith is accused of both statutory rape and statutory sodomy. The charges against her were issued today by the St. Charles County Prosecutor Tim Lomar. Smith is being held on a $75,000 cash-only bond in the county jail. A probable cause statement issued by the prosecutor says the crimes occurred in Smith's home in the 100 block of Yankee Drive. They happened while the suspect's own child, a friend of the 12-year-old victim, was in the home's basement. The relationship between the two lasted from April until Christmas Eve. The victim's cell phone revealed messages from Smith to the boy, encouraging him to erase all messages from her and indicating she was afraid she would go to jail. Nine now, months. Now, should Smith make wow. her bond, she has been ordered that's to stay away. That's a third of that damn child's life. Nine months. Nine months. That's a twelfth of his life, basically. All right. Uh, anyway, guess the race, everybody. That's the whole article, pretty much. Uh, I like that they call it a relationship. Oh, shit, 12. Right. 12, He they profess love for each other. At 12, I love Transformers. I love books. I'm frozen. Um, I don't know why. I'm well, I can, see every, I can see it in the chat where you asked. Okay. You can refresh if you want. One of the white women from Curtis Blow's music videos, kid called by her by her first name, and she found it charming and sexy. Oh, <laughs> so that's white. Your friends are my friends, Timmy. White, wicked white. <laughs> Imagine, uh, white, cash only white. Her idol is Mary Kay Laterno White. In my head, she looks like Nancy Grace, the nasty motherfucker white. Snow Bunny. Oh. Other people's moms just serve Kool-Aid white. No boundaries white. Yeah, I know they enjoy when she brought the lemon slices to soccer. Ooh, orange slices and a slice of that pussy pie. <laughs> Whiter than Russell Wilson's taste in women. Ha! Oh man. Oh my. Well, you guys all got it right. Um, white. She is a white lady. I'll put her picture up there. Um, and uh, play you guys applause here. <laughs> mm, Twelve years of rape. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 12 years old the fuck does your grown ass have in common with a 12 year old your balls ain't even got hair on them get out my face you ain't got face hair you ain't got chest hair right uh your anyway. balls probably ain't even dropped yet right um all right i blame these twilight movies bonus round double the points and the race Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race. So far, everyone is three for three. Let's see if they can keep the streak going in the bonus round. Uh, teacher, 23, was arrested for having sex with her student, 18, just seven months after getting married to another man. Oh, my. A 23-year-old teacher has been accused after arrested after accused, being accused of having sex with her 18-year-old student only seven months after tying the knot with another man. Now, how does that guy feel? Right. You know, they still got their wedding pictures on Facebook. Right. They're still paying for the wedding. Jessica Bonnet Acker is believed to have been involved in a relationship with the boy while teaching at Bryant High School in Cottondale, Alabama. The pair were both interviewed by police and a warrant for Acker's arrest was issued. She turned herself into authorities the following day. To me, this just shows how much women love weddings. She's like, I would call it off, but I do love me some. 
Acker, who was believed to have gotten married in May, was charged with engaging in a sexual act or deviant sexual intercourse with the student under the age of 19. After the revelations came to light, she also handed in her resignation from the Tuscaloosa City School District. Additional information for Acker was not available, but a Facebook profile, which has since been deleted, showed numerous photos from her wedding. A website designed for guests to buy gifts stated that their ceremony took place May 31st. The school district said in a statement, Tuscaloosa City School System learned of these allegations Tuesday, January 6th, at which time an investigation was immediately conducted by both Tuscaloosa Police Department and the city school officials. The following day, January 7th, they accepted her resignation. Her bond was set at $5,000. Guess the race of, what was her first name? Jessica um, Bonnet Acker. Oh, she cleaned all that. No, he probably cleaned that shit off the internet. Yeah, I know. He, he can probably get ready to get that shit. No, we ain't even been married enough, long enough to uh, be official. I know. Uh, the chat room says, uh, and you know she was fucking just that many months after. She was fucking that person before they got married. Right. Or somebody. Pretty awful white girl, says Dr. Dostax. Oh. That's a different type of pog. Uh, he, fucked an <laughs> a, he fucked an A plus out of her white dangerous minds felonious gen t- genitals white oh no wonder she kept winning teacher of the year white she thought that she was yeah. a- acting out a cuckoo video white dear, oh. dear john white roll damn tie white stay sex in the students white white <laughs> obviously a white lady that <laughs> has friends with the last idiot that was friends with the last idiot blacker than javel mcgee's heart on a chipotle run while entertaining companies at his black ass rock the correct answer is white black rob missed it so let's boo him guys he needs to be booed uh so i can find my booze what happened to them Right. Um and uh let's do one more uh real quick. Let's see. Um, um how about this one? Uh Indiana parents were arrested for a cell phone video showing their baby playing with a forty caliber handgun. <laughs> Oh man, it was a one year old too. She gonna be on Nancy. Um, um, Nancy. Bang, bang. bang. Say bang. Shoot. Bang. Shoot. Bang. Wow. This bang. baby really is playing with a gun. Bang. I hope it ain't loaded. I hope not. Put the gun up to his Shoot face. That thing, fat baby. Oh my god. Baby can barely hold it up. Right. It can barely Shit, take the weight of the gun. I can barely hold it up. Shit, and I'm grown. Right. Wow. That that's amazing. And then they post that somewhere, right? And I thought it was going to be okay. Video of a baby playing with a handgun at times put in the muzzle in her mouth was found on her father's cell phone, Indiana police say. 
michael barnes 19 was arrested saturday along with the one-year-old's mother tony wilson 22 and charged with neglect criminal recklessness with a deadly weapon and allowing a child to possess a firearm evansville cops say they found a disturbing footage after arresting barnes for allegedly trying to sell a handgun to an undercover officer he must have been like why does this handgun got baby spit on it right it's not well, like baby smell powder like gerber. Yeah, is this baby powder on this gun huh. i noticed there's a I noticed that there's a pacifier sticking out the gun. Uh, what is that? Twinch of breast milk on here. Right. <laughs> Twinch of breast milk. Yeah, what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> baby, brand new. <laughs> what the hell is happening here? <laughs> Twinch of breast milk. Both, <laughs> both parents can be, Dummies. both parents can be heard encouraging the child to say pow and bang as she points the gun and then puts it in her mouth. Uh, the mother claimed the weapon was a pellet gun. Yeah, like that would matter. It's a fucking baby. If a baby gets hit with a pellet, still gonna be fucked up. Yes, the it point, is. Point blank. It can fuck adults up. Police said it was a forty caliber gun. Officers said the magazine had apparently been removed, but a round could have been in the chamber. It's a fucking gun. It doesn't matter if you think it's safe or not. Yeah, and the off chance you might fuck up one in a billion times, you don't give your kid, your toddler, your one year old a fucking gun to play with. Right. Oh my god, these idiots. Anyway, uh, guess the race. Uh, I don't know if you asked them to guess the race, but guess the race, guys. And uh, of both parents, and uh, they are different races. So let's see what they say in the chat room. One who thinks vaccinations are for dirty Negroes and that white Jesus will protect that alabaster an- angels from disease white. I bet that white baby got his first gun before getting those Obama vaccines. Aww. Just dumb white. Black and Latino. Future organizer for Freddie Gibbs mayoral campaign. Jungle fever haver. Aww. One of those Second Amendment motherfuckers with John McCain fantasies. Oh, John McClain fantasies who get who wants george zimmerman's autograph cracker and probably racist mom latina black and white says dough stacks beans and rice says <laughs> <Joe> <laughs> this is a product of a black beast impregnating a white devil mulatto baby oh he was planning to put this video on world star black <laughs> swirly with a white daddy because the black daddy would have left before the baby was born says black ass rob Aww. the correct answer is and i think a couple people got it but it's a black father white mom <laughs> and most of you missed it because it was too complex trying to get that picture in here but uh it's acting stupid right now um let me see if i can get this in here that's not what i wanted to do and did my picture just disappear it did let me go back sorry about that now i gotta refresh and everybody's gotta wait on me to reload and put myself back on the screen sorry about that guys didn't mean to do that um I don't know if you guys can see this picture or not because it doesn't look like it want to uh, it wants to populate here. Mm-mm. So, all right. Um, 
I'll just put a link to the article. You guys can click on it and see that picture in yeah, there. Yeah, they blow it up for some reason. Yeah. Um, let's see, it's like, no. Uh, select all delete. Yeah, so y'all can just look at the article. I'll put it up for you guys. Um, there you go. All right. Um, and then, of course, the last thing that we talk about is... Sword righteousness. Mm-hmm. Now he's dead. All right. A man was arrested after a sword attack. Springfield, a Springfield man was arrested on attempted murder charge after allegedly attempting to decapitate a man with a katana sword. Richard Andrew Wooster, 47, was arrested Sunday in connection with an aggravated battery with a deadly weapon and attempted murder incident, according to Springfield Police Department reports. Springfield Police were called at around 2.30 p.m. Sunday. Two residents at the address told police Wooster armed himself with a 40-inch katana sword and came after them. One of the residents said Wooster struck him in the right side of the neck with the sword, and the other said she was hitting the right arm and suffered an abrasion. During a post-Miranda interview, Wooster said he was going to kill them, making reference to the victims. Wooster appeared in court on the first appearance Tuesday. A bond of $150,000 was set for the attempted murder charge, and $75,000 bond was set for the aggravated battery with the deadly weapon. Police reports did not state a motive for the attack. He had a sword, guys. That's the fucking motive for the attack. Ain't All right, that guys? the truth? Um, I'm going to do this story because I'm tired of you niggas sending it to me. Uh, one of the Power Rangers lost his fucking mind and thought it was real. Oh, like I don't know if he thought he saw a fucking beast come down from the sky or what, but he killed his roommate. Oh, <gasps> mm-hmm. Uh, he's thirty-seven, thirty-six years old. Here it is. I'm Diana Felsam with today's 411 on the arrest of a former Power Rangers TV star. Ricardo Medina Jr. has been jailed on suspicion of killing his roommate with a sword over the weekend. Los Angeles County Sheriff's officials said the 36-year-old Medina is being held on $1 million bail in connection with the stabbing death of Joshua Sutter, also 36, at the apartment they shared in Palmdale, California. A spokeswoman for the sheriff's office said that Medina and Sutter got into an argument that escalated into a fight shortly before 4 p.m. local time Saturday. A sheriff's deputy said Medina went into his bedroom with his girlfriend and locked the door, and that Sutter forced the bedroom door open. That's when Medina allegedly picked up the sword he kept next to the bedroom door and stabbed Sutter once in the abdomen. Investigators said Medina called 911 himself and waited for first responders to arrive. He's due in court in Lancaster, California on Tuesday. Check out fox411.com for more on this and other entertainment stories. And thanks for clicking. Wow. You think after he stabbed him, like a bright light came out of the dude and then he disappeared in an explosion? <laughs> <laughs> he left. You think he did a stance? Right. Like he grabbed his sword and then he, he all of a sudden his costume was on and he did a backflip. Open this goddamn door! 
I will kill you. I will kill you. No, calm down. Please don't do this, Ricardo. Oh, you better move out the way, bitch. I'm about to cut this nigga. Oh, he went. He went. Marty Morphin Power Rangers. Yes, he did. Power Rangers is my shit. What color was color was he? Red, blue, red, green. Red for the blood he shed. Apparently so. Mm-hmm. Kill this roommate. Kill the ones closest to you, man. Don't matter if they uh if they love you or not. Alright, man. We'll be back tomorrow. Um see you guys in. Uh, until then, uh I love you. I love you too. Mwah.